0: Welcome to the Heresy podcast. This is episode number fifty-seven. Uh, my name is Jody, your host this evening, and as always, uh, well, apart from when some people try and knock me off in some sort of coup, but you know that's been dealt with, and we're not going back over that ever. Um, not until the next so, episode, at least. Yeah, this is this sadly is very true. This is what they have to put up. What can I say? Um, and that that the dulcet tones you just heard are from the the gentleman on my virtual left. The man, the myth, the legend. He is, uh, he is in your base or has your bases or is on your base and is killing your dudes. And it is Chris. How are you doing, bud?
1: Well, not bad, actually. Yeah, bad.
0: this is good. How are you? How are you? I am. I am good. I am. I am very glad I have a very nice beard. And it's because the cold has been setting in today and uh, yeah, I've been enjoying the snow and some you know good company and warm food it's been a pretty decent day today yeah, that sounds That's, horrible yeah disgusting really isn't it yeah. you know me having <laughs> you know having good days and shit so how's the uh, <laughs> how's the weather up with you bud
1: well it's a bit cold there's not been much snow coming down but uh, we had snow since before so it's quite quite uh, boring actually uh, it's uh, not not enough snow to cover everything, so it just looks pointless, really. And when
0: you when you say when you say it's a bit chilly for, for uh, you know for our um, uh, for, uh, foreign listeners, um, what are we talking about temperature wise?
1: Yeah, minus eleven in proper temperatures.
0: Okay, so basically, for anybody in the UK, that's Arctic. For Australia, you've probably never heard of that. For Canada, that's midsummer. <laughs> well, it's not that
1: cold for, for being here either. So. Well, there
0: is that, true. But, um, I, you know, <laughs> I just didn't want to automatically go there. And because for you
1: know, those in the US, it's 10. Just 10 degrees.
0: Just 10. Work it out from there.
1: Well, it is actually 10 degrees in Fahrenheit. Okay, fair enough. That that that's that's
0: almost organised. Um, so, on the right, however, and you you may hear the odd tinkling of paintbrushes because uh, brushes of water and maybe some swearing, depending on uh, what's actually going right or wrong, uh, is the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, seeing atop atop his now hopefully defrosted throne, is defrosted pyramid. Thank defrosted- you. Defrosted. No, hang on, isn't the throne atop the pyramid anyway? No, that's true. Well, there we are then. I invented a pyramid. Just to put your throne on? Yeah, and now I'm
2: taking it back. Like, people try to own it, but it's mine. <laughs> Faming my it, it,
0: it is. It Faming is Faming my my pyramid. pyramid. It's re- it is the man himself, the crown prince, and it is Freddy. How are you doing, buddy?
2: I am excellent. How are you, mate?
0: I am doing good, mate. I am doing good. I am, like I said, enjoying the weather and enjoying the... Yeah,
2: this this is why I had to ask you again, because it it didn't seem real, like something wrong.
0: No, no, I I think I've been here long enough now that it's just sort of, it's kicking in and feeling natural to be in this sort of weather, you know, especially if I'm inside looking out. (laughs) I'm quite happy. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm quite happy, but I also enjoy being out in the snow, and I have to say... Mm -hmm. Ah, oh, I don't think I mentioned this on the last episode, so I'm going to mention it now before we go anywhere. Uh, dear listeners, those of you who know this, especially uh, Matt Kane and, and Henry Steele, um, the the last year has seen some some ups and downs. But when the uh, when the original Party Spartan died ish last year, it was it was upgraded to Party Spartan 2.0, and the pa- Party Spartan 2.0. Has died. And we've now moved up to the party mastodon. Uh, oh,
1: party the... part Spartan uh, two basically went the way of uh, the car in uh, Blues Brothers at the end when they park it outside the <laughs> municipal building.
0: Yeah, it, it, it died. Just <laughs> it fell, <laughs>
1: fell apart. It, it just
0: went. Fuck it! I've reached the end of my existence. I can die happy now. And fell apart. But um, yes, no, I, I, I must admit, talk, when you mentioned the cold weather, I had to say that, you know, new car, new Spartan, new party, party wagon, very happy. Sure. And it has a fantastic winter setting on it, which is just amazing. Um, it's you know. burner. W-
2: w- which yeah. is, just, it doesn't start during winter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is, <laughs> so the no, winter said, for the first time in my life, I'm actually happy that I'm driving an automatic car. Um, and, you know, it's glorious. It's, you know, however many pounds of or kilos of Volvo V seventy in a beautiful silver that just looks like it could ruin anybody's day if it hit them. So you um, need to
1: go back to a seven forty or an eight fifty for that.
0: Oh yeah, no, that that thing could just hurt people by looking at it the wrong way. <laughs> um but you know the V seventy does actually look like it could drive through something and hurt it. Yeah, it can't. <sighs> Cinder blocks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> cinder blocks. <laughs> Yeah, it's what we tell you, you test the suspension on. You know, just bounce it up and down, breaking cinder blocks. Well,
1: um, it's it's, uh, it's at least good uh, that you're sticking with Swedish cars designed for a Swedish climate.
0: Yeah, especially as you can literally find them in ditches over here if you need to find bits for parts. Pretty much. Anyway, Party Spartan is dead. Long live the Party Spartan. Uh, version 3.0. So, so I need. Me did, some it did, did it come with
1: an arga or not?
0: Did it come with an arga? No, it came with the arga attachment. However, so I'm thinking of, uh, of fitting it in there at some point, so I can have a nice little arga in the back in the back there. Drop the back seats and go camping in the in the summer. Oh. Uh, you know, pretty nice quality, quality touring wagon.
1: So no now we know where you're going to sleep at all the events then pretty much yeah (laughs) pretty much (laughs) it is literally
0: becoming the idea (laughs) but uh anyway let's get on with the important stuff which is actually the episode um so before before i forget here we go with the social medias come and give us a like and follow us on facebook at the varangian heresy podcast hop on over to the varangian heresy podcast group and give some love to your own whips and stuff that people are sharing there we are on Twitter, and we are at Varangian Heresy there. We are on Instagram, at Varangian Heresy, and our email, which is the most important, is the varangianheresy at gmail.com. So if you've got anything you want to know, or if you've got any ideas for stuff for us to talk about, or if you've got any lists you want reviewing, anything like that, give us a shout there, and we will um, get them on the episode, get them on our next episode. Um, so that would be very cool of you guys. could evening. Can- um, so, yeah, what is tonight's episode all about? Well, Freddie, do you want to you missed this. You, we, we have pre recorded the main segment before yep. doing this. I and, had, uh, had
1: the like... of going away with my fiance for 10 years' anniversary.
2: I have to have a long, hard talk about commitment levels here at the Varangian Heresy, I
1: think.
0: We all need to be committed. I thought we've already had this discussion. Yeah,
1: so that's yeah. We either yeah. have that talk, and then we all decide that none of us is committed enough for anyone else's opinion.
0: Yeah, we're all too. We're, just, we're, we're, we're all overly or underly committed, so it just works. You know, we all even out. Yeah, and, but, uh, uh,
1: let's go back a few steps. And what is this episode about? Ready? You want to tell everybody yeah.
2: what the episode's all about? It's all about, uh, celebrating or remembering what used to be the heresy scene because it's dead. Or oh, in other words. To keep your wake and, and kind of, uh, you know, gather your people that used to play heresy and remember the good days, the good times and how it used to be. And
1: yeah. Yeah. Now we all just put all of our miniatures in the garden and put, put the fire to them.
0: Yeah. Or, or just bury them yeah so it's all about community building basically <laughs> that's what we're talking about all the all, all this wondrous talk is all about community but uh, community building and we have some fantastic guests our uh, brothers from other from another podcast over at don't lose your head that's christopher uh, nick sorry nicholas morton yeah, there's always a christopher somewhere because uh, there is a
1: christopher don't uh, bring me into those no, uh, no I they, they, they got their own reward, after all, at the events.
0: Yeah, that's true. They do have they literally have their own award, don't they? That's uh, that's very true. I can't we can't argue that. Uh, but no, the lovely boys from uh Don't Lose Your Head podcast came on, along with uh Christopher Sapp, who came on and uh we had a very nice or we have had, and you will get to listen to a very nice long chat about how to how to build and Sort of foster a, a gaming scene in your area and how to avoid some of the pitfalls and, you know, how to yeah. come up with some stuff as well.
2: What you guys can do to make the heresy grow or resuscitate or whatever, depending yeah. on your point of view. You
0: no, know, other words, just make it freaking awesome that it is. Mm-hmm. So.
2: Heresy is dead. Long live the heresy. Amen to that. I was, so, I was there the day heresy died.
0: When yeah. He hor- kicked again, in the nuts, made it come back again so, yeah. you know it ain't going nowhere hell no, it ain't going nowhere there's no breaks there is there's no breaks no uh, breaks for you so, that's what the main episode is all about this evening it is all about community building and all the good stuff around that um, so what we, what we build up, as we build up to that Let's just have a quick, show, quick whip around and see what, what's everybody been doing in the hobby. What have you been up to, Chris? you managed to get anything done since the last time we recorded?
1: Well, I've just finished a really nice Kaffee uh, Berliner from Bro Brighus. Okay. It was actually really, really tasty towards, toward the end when it got a bit warmer. So all of the. It wasn't as tart. it just uh, went into a real rounded sour beer. Other than that, I've edited the episode we in, we recorded the intro for yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, played about six hours of uh, Bretonnians in Warhammer Total War.
0: And how did that go?
1: I am currently in control of Aldorf. So Ooh.
0: you're basically the man right now, is what you're saying?
1: Well... They, they didn't defend their capital properly. Chaos ruined it, and I took it over.
2: So, well, you know, <laughs> enjoy it before the fucking end times, mate.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting for uh, the Iron Ironhide war to get to me, and then the second wave of chaos, which contains Archaeon. And then the game ends, because after that, they kill the world. The fuckers.
0: Well, yeah, then hashtag don't, never forget the old world. Exactly. But,
1: uh, yeah. I've also been working more on the planning stage on how to do my uh, the snow effects on the bases going forwards. I'm not sure if I'm going to make it like just like a light dusting or if they're going to be like drifts or piles of snow.
0: Drifts in that would be pretty cool, actually.
1: Yeah, the, then you just have to decide on w- which mix of products to use for it because there are different effects and you don't want to end up with something that turns yellow in a year or two
0: because yellow snow would just not look good against uh,
1: if you if you do if you do it yourself and you do do the mix with certain types of products the products turn yellow with age and it looks just
0: Icky. Well, yeah, exactly. It will look horrible, especially it if you like put it Fenris. up against. Uh, well, yeah, especially if you put it up against Blood Angel's red armor. I mean, yeah, mm, you it
3: know. looks like
1: Fenris. Yeah,
0: <laughs> 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 well, you can go with that one. Um, you just want to fuck with Jake again, don't you? That's all it is. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Then.
1: And uh, just, even just though so we will not hear this t- tonight, but Adepticon is closing in really, really fast. And, yeah, so somewhere about 60-ish days by now, by the time this a, drops? Adepticon, that's about two weeks from when this drops. Oh god, yeah, it is. No,
0: that's that's Lincoln. That's uh, gothcon, sorry. Yeah, so,
1: so he might uh, stop whining about trees being the evil Satan of his life, and start focusing on time.
0: <laughs> she We should just you know, bombard him with copies of The Happening, or whatever it was, that M. Night uh, Shyamalan. Yeah, that, that uh, film. Uh,
1: we... we that was something that might have happened internally in the global podcast chat. Uh, I,
0: I, I, I need to drop back in there and find out what's going on.
1: We're good friends, all of us.
0: We are. Otherwise, if we weren't. We, there'd be so many contracts out on people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there'd be, you
0: know, random murder, death, kill stuffs coming out. Um, that's That.
1: <laughs> but yeah. as, that's. Uh, more of the hobby side is uh, blood and Neil's stuff, bases mainly also been working on the turret design for the Arcus but Ooh. more of that more on that to come when I can actually put something up on the Facebook page so we can show it off Ooh. Marcus, Marcus Pretty much
0: yes, Indeed
1: So, wow. Freddy yeah? How's the command squad? Uh,
2: it is now 95% done all well, I have to do is uh, a little bit of ink washes and then some touch-up jobs to do, and then it's all done.
0: Awesome. Well, mm-hmm. have you actually work on anything else in that time? Just out of, you know, interest?
2: Uh, oh, and my commander. It's the you, lady uh, Iona, the fucking uh, badass uh, dual power fisting crazy madwoman that runs my militia army
0: crazy uh, face-smashing power lady. The fashionista. (laughs) Angry angry lady uh, of face-smashing.
2: No one wears a gas mask the way that she does.
1: (laughs) Oh, dear. The Fister Supreme. (laughs) Super Fist. uh, You need to have her accompanied accompanied by a robot that's only called Fisto with an exclamation mark.
2: Hmm. Well, I don't know. She doesn't have. Well, you can't give the fucking things robots, though. She has a cyber familiar.
1: Yeah, but that could be the cyber familiar. It's true because you can model them on separate bases if you want to.
2: I know, I know, but now she has a proper cyber familiar. So that, that's her, and then the rest is the dudes so the 9th Necromander regiment are fucking mustering for Adepticon we're getting there just another 45 minutes to go <laughs> uh, yeah. so that's my sad sad life
0: <laughs> oh, but you're going to reward yourself with some fun stuff like leman russes and things as you go along right and Arvesis is.
2: Arvesis Arvesis Arvisai, one Arvis, many Arvisises.
1: Well, that, is it Latin or is it Greek?
2: Well, who knows?
1: Because one would be eh. RSS and one would be Arvisai. Arvisi,
0: Arvisai.
2: Once upon an Arvis.
1: So, Jody, what have you been up to?
0: <laughs> I don't know what...
1: I, yeah, I've got to think now, because right now I'm still trying
0: to work out that. <laughs> I'm sort of stuck in the in the, in the translation of Armises now. Um, what have I been up to? I have uh, basically spent, apart from driving around in shit-tons of snow, uh, spent the last day sorting out my studio as I plunge headlong into another con- uh, commission. As I start doing uh, the... Uh, Legio Arcus, is it or Arcus? Uh, the Firebrands. Um, I have two warhounds and a Riva for a client Nicholas from uh, from BSK. Uh, yeah, Thank Angothcon. Angothcon,
1: yes, Angothcon. yes, That's, that's yes. when it's coming up.
0: Quite soon. Is that's, that's the that's the delivery deadline. Yeah.
1: Um, surprised so, that uh, you have to deliver the Titans for the Titan event, eh?
0: Ah, oh, you never know. He, he could have he could have been dressing somebody up as an Imperator type for all I knew. But you know, this is one of my clients' books. Is that for, what he has uh, Eric
1: there?
0: I I think that no, Eric is about the right scale. Love you, Eric. Um, <laughs> 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 but um, <laughs> I'm not going to get that image out of my head now. <laughs> You're a bad man, Chris. I love it. Um, anyway, uh, so, yeah, I've got uh, two Warhounds and a Reaver that are up on deck, and I'm just finishing off the build on the war- one of the many Warlords that I have um, on my desk at the moment. Um, that's for the lovely Bjorn, and that's going to be going up to GothCon as well for, for delivery. Um and Yeah, so that, that's what I've been working on. But mainly I i I need to work on a resin dust uh, uh a resin dust extractor
1: <laughs> of some sort. Yeah, totally you, you should get an OSS separator. I <laughs> I just
0: Anyway, yes but no, but yes. <laughs> you need a shop back. You need a shop back. Yeah, pack. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I need to I need to just sort that out because I've almost killed my computer at least once with the amount of dust in this room from uh, tidying up parts.
1: You want to know a good thing to do when you are cleaning up all of that stuff?
0: Uh, do it outside,
1: or turn off the computer.
0: Yeah, there is that, but it still doesn't stop the dust getting into the vents. Sadly.
1: Yeah, we that just, was, stopped, just stopped the vents and dragging the dust inside the computer. That's very true, but how am I going to, you know, watch movies and stuff while I work? iPad.
0: Fuck you and all your answers.
3: <laughs>
0: or listen to music. Just, just, just... Enough, okay? Yeah. Enough!
2: What, what is this fucking, you know, entertainment while you're working? Work is work. Focusing 100%. Nothing else.
0: Anyway... Uh,
1: <laughs> life is life.
0: Yeah. Anyway, yeah, work, work is life.
1: I think they know which song we're going to use for this episode.
0: Or <laughs> one of many. I do have. We do actually have a request already from uh, from one of the guys, uh, Christopher. From Christopher, yes. I was just trying to remember from Christopher. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, so we've got one of the songs sorted, but you, you can fix the other one. It's fine. <laughs> so uh, yes. Um, so yeah, like I said, um, apparently getting getting mocked for not looking after my, my technology now. Um, I also have a delivery of parts for my my ever increasing backlog of Iron Warriors, um, and I happen to have a five man Mark II. Assault squad in my hands, and some uh, missile launchers, so that I can do a uh, a destroyer squad. Uh, and I have some tube guns as well, because I'm going to get my hands on some land speeders and do some tube speeders. Because you know, a 50 point model that you know has an arm, uh, all right, it's a, basically a paper thin armor value. But an armor value and, you know, you can put out a number of shots with uh, some tune cannons. It's, it's going to be it's interesting a, idea. It's,
1: it's a distractor tume.
0: It is a distractor tume. Or if you're bringing anything that is, you know, massively ha- or potentially hoardy, I can tune you with lots of shots and potentially tume you up even further. So, um, I will... Uh, I will do those at some point. I mean, that they're behind the massive amount of Mark III stuff that I need, uh, breaches and stuff that I need to get ready for our um, display boards and stuff uh, for Lincoln and, you know, all that super important stuff.
2: Oh, and Epic. Don't forget the Epic.
0: Oh, yeah, I've got the Epic as well, but... You know, technically, the epic shouldn't take as long to paint. <laughs> uh, you, you,
2: you think that. And
1: then... <laughs> Hence the technical line there. I think one of the armies that took me the longest was my Warmaster army. That's just no, de- basically no details.
0: People, people actually played that game?
1: It was a brilliant game.
2: Warmaster was one of the best fucking Games Workshop games ever.
0: Yeah.
1: The rules then are I totally
0: tied up.
1: Tied it back. Really good rules. Yep. And actually, really good miniatures for the time. Yeah. That's
2: good. I found my War Master Army helping my uh, mom moving out from the house. So, my good old dwarves.
1: Yeah, I have my high elves somewhere. You should. When, uh, when, we, when we have a spare time, we should do. Uh, War of the Beard or the War of Vengeance.
2: Yeah. Well, I had the high-ups as well, but uh, I gave them to Pelle, and I think he has them somewhere. I think I saw them when he was digging out his Epic. See? Everyone has all the games. Because
1: everyone has all the good games, and that's most of them, actually.
0: (laughs) But uh, I I seem to be missing at least some then. But, you know. That's right. You can watch
1: yeah, or you could uh, get some Sounds wars likewise. and participate in the War of Vengeance-War of the Beard battles. That is tempting. Because everyone wants to play battles before Bretonnia or the Emperor, Emperor, Empire existed.
2: Yeah, because everyone wants to play Age of Sigmar. I mean, the real Age of Sigmar. Yeah,
1: that's even before Age of Sigmar, which is the best part.
2: Well, didn't he like fuck up during the age of the beard and stuff?
1: Yeah, but uh, he wasn't really a major player when the elves and the dwarves were massacring each other. For know, yeah, but. For the reasons false. of racism and personal hygiene. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was pretty sure uh, he was around then. I, I, I
1: think it was uh, that era when he later formed the. Body empire, empire because of the power vacuum left when the elves left uh, that part of the world.
2: Yeah. There you go. So, a history lesson about the old world for everyone. And there.
1: then <laughs> uh, then they f- uh, formed or uh, settled most of the s- cities and towns in Bretonia as old high elf cities. Yeah. That's also when they split off into wood elves, if anyone wants to know. Because they were the ones that stayed behind. I mean.
0: Hmm. Tree hugging pansies, you mean? No,
1: oh, no no, the wood elves were awesome.
0: Okay. Well,
2: they, didn't want, they didn't want to
0: leave. Yeah. They wanted to stay, man. Fair enough. Know, I you know, I, I very I very rarely saw wood elves on the gaming table when I when I played games. I mean to be fair the the only wood elves I ever really saw. Were the it was the uh, war dancer in uh, Warhammer Quest?
1: Yeah, but that, they had some really bad luck with miniatures for a while when the main archer was the monopose, one that had one hand on the arrows and one hand stretched to the side without bow, looking forwards.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, I love the was it the Waywatchers with them the, with the like Ivy style cloaks.
3: Yeah. Yeah. All, all, they, all it, they were
1: gorgeous. well all iterations of their metals were quite good even the old uh, glade guard, the spear spearmen were really good but we should probably move on before we talk about this for long, for long enough to actually just skip the rest of the episode
0: do we, do we have to or we, we could just start up a new podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> old man
0: about the old world <laughs> yeah let's probably not do that you know, it's it's not oh. going down
2: that route. Well, welcome to like the Warhammer
3: Fantasy podcast. Yeah, yeah.
1: and then uh, we then we could uh, just move on to the next which is when chaos first arrived and when Malekith walked into the Phoenix Fire and yeah. <laughs> or even, or just when chaos first arrived when Anarion and Calador were, were the first, when they got their first dragons and stuff.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and then once once we reach the the end of the old world, we just you know start again and make it season two. <laughs> <laughs> no, we commit I commit suicide.
1: And then we just start with all of the lesser known places uh, like the border princess and uh, Cathay and
0: <laughs> yeah. Th- this might be becoming a thing, guys. We, we 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 need to let's let's focus back on heresy for a moment. <laughs> before this becomes too much of a thing. No, that's right. You always edited it out.
1: And underneath <laughs> it all, the Skaven Empire grew.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's a fair point. And, and then um, we could ben, mention... oh, there's the Gotrix of Felix novels. And then we oh. mention just
1: the little meteorite of uh, Warpstone that crashed into Mordheim.
2: I played Mordheim today.
1: You lucky bastard. <laughs>
2: So, after we've edited all this out.
1: No, 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 this, <laughs> this is staying in. This is staying in. We don't edit. <laughs> we don't edit on this podcast, damn it. Oh, yes, yes, we do these days, but this is staying in because people need to hear this.
3: Yeah, <laughs> okay, this is important. All
4: right,
2: then. Anyway, anywho,
5: anywho so anywho.
0: We, we
2: were supposed to, like, before you had a messy rant about fucking Warhammer mm-hmm. Fantasy. We're supposed to segue to the main topic and shit. Right? Are,
0: we? Are, we, are we at that point yet? I was going to talk about Warhammer Quest for like five minutes because I had, you know, let literally just got a friend of mine who's picked up a copy of Warhammer Quest. It looks awesome. Back to questing in the old world. The new one or the. Back at one? my Imperial Noble. The old one. The old one. The, um,
1: not the, not silver, whatever the fuck it's called. The, um. But shouldn't we talk about the games that actually came before that then? Dragon Quest and Dungeon Quests.
0: Good do. He's got copies of those as well.
1: And then we could go back even further and talk about Drakborion, which is the game those games are based on. That too. So now we're back at in 1983-84, if anyone wonders. Right. We should probably talk about something He's more
0: right recent. Here, He's about to start crying soon.
1: <laughs> How about talking about something more recent? Uh, there might be something coming up from us that we want to share with you might there be yeah well there will be we just it behind <laughs> the scenes be. and uh, should we talk about it now or next episode what do you think
0: i think we should we should definitely tease it right now yeah um, we are moving into the big land the big land down under that is patreon and We are doing that because we've been going for a little while now and we are going to continue to produce the awesome, high quality Razzie award winning, um, you know, uh, content that we do. But uh, we would just like to sort of see what else we can do for you guys. So we're going to step up onto the Patreon platform. Now, we've got we're we're already we're talking behind the scenes now about what we can do for you guys um, as far as things like, you know, what rewards there can be and, you know. Being a Patreon, what we can what we can offer, but here's a good use for that uh, Varangian Heresy Gmail address. If you have any ideas, drop us an email at thevarangianheresy.gmail.com or at thevarangianheresy.gmail.com.
1: Yeah, yeah, at gmail.com. That's the one. Um, or send a message to the Facebook page if you feel more comfor- comfortable using Facebook. That would be
0: that would be good. Yes, that would work.
1: Because we're reading all of it no by the way you're sending it so just wanted to make it yeah. easier because we want to hear from you if there's something specifically you want and we're doing this so we can continue to produce the podcast it's going to say like this it it doesn't really ma- it doesn't really hang on how much we get it's more of a we want to be able to pay for well both for hosting fees for the podcast we and also to improve the sound quality and editing quality of the podcast itself in the long run that's uh, that is why we're doing this
0: yeah basically it's just to make this the best podcast we can make it and get a little help keeping it keeping it going nothing more than that but there will be some unique uh rewards that we will be offering out to 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 you who uh join in and uh, jump on board and become some of our patrons so that will be also thing we will have more well-organized information on our next ep- on our next episode. Yeah. That we promise you. But so, so get those emails in quickly.
1: To sum, sum it up, the money is not for hookers and blow and voice actors to replace part of the podcast. It's <clears throat> to improve the podcast itself.
0: That might actually be improving what. the podcast, though.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: true enough. True enough. But...
0: <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, you know, at least we're being honest about it all. Um, So if if suddenly you you get the voices of, uh, you know, the the dulcet tones of Morgan Freeman and and that sort of stuff in, you know, your money's been well spent.
1: Yeah, but uh, if you want Morgan Freeman or someone that sounds like Morgan Freeman, that's all on how much we can actually raise via Patreon.
0: (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Uh, anyway, that's 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 uh, the, the the very the, the very light tease, and I think uh, you are right, Freddie. It's time that we head on out and actually go to our main subject. So, as I, as I talked about earlier on, we are talking all things community building with the two the two wonderful human beings. Oh no, wait, sorry, hang on. The two wonderful personalities. No, no, I can't I can't find a, the uh, the right word. The,
2: the three. Yeah, don't forget Christopher.
0: Well, I was going to go. I was going. To, I was mainly focusing on the guys from uh, Don't Lose Your Head for this build-up, but yeah, basically we got, we found three dudes from Swedish Heresy, got them in here, and we started talking about stuff. Yeah. Um,
1: and uh, short summary: two of them are spoon wearers, and one of them got a nice nighthouse. Yeah,
0: that's pretty much how I would determine it as well. So two spoons and a nighthouse um, are joining us. Yeah, and there's and the episode cool. title. Two Spoons in the Nighthouse, done, right, okay. You heard it here first. Well, you'd have read it by now, but you get it. Anyway, we're going to head on out to a tune, and we'll be right back with our main topic tonight.
5: Spoons. 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 Spoons 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 spoons
6: spoons 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 spoons
3: spoons 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 spoons
6: spoons 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 spoons
5: spoons 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 spoons
3: spoons spoons
5: spoons 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 spoons
3: Look here! Look here!
2: They can carry soup or peas Or or disease!
3: Spoonily Spoonily!
2: Lock your doors, check your drawers They're
3: They're terrible, horrible
2: spoons!
4: Look in the spoon, you look like a clown! It's all fun and games, but turn it around And now
3: your face is upside down! It's truly the devil's work! They
4: never slice, or chop, or spear, or whisk, or dice, or pierce, or smear No, all they ever do, I fear, is spoon, spoon, spoon,
3: spoon! They're terrible, horrible spoons! They're
2: big. They're small. They scoop. They flick. They're silver. They're wood. They're a ball on a stick. They hold solids and liquids.
4: There's nothing that stops their convex on one side. Concave on the opposite.
3: Spoon, 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 spoon. spoon.
0: Ah. And we're back. And now is time for probably what is going to be the most schizophrenic uh, main segment we have ever done here at the Frangin Heresy Podcast. Because... Not only is there the gorgeous Freddie uh, mm-hmm. here with me, that we have some we have internet royalty or jesters, <laughs> Four jesters, <laughs> something like that. We, we've got infamy here on the podcast this evening, uh, as we have the two hosts of "Don't Lose Your Head." The beautiful Mortham. say hello, Swordboy. Hello. <laughs> uh, and the the deeply manly and counterpoint to Swordboy, Nicholas. How you doing, buddy? hello <laughs> you went for a deep voice then didn't you let's be honest you tried <laughs> voice. much better um, and joining us as well um for his one and possibly only depending on uh, whether or not he's actually allowed back after all of his upcoming antics um is the wonderful mr christopher sat how are you doing sir
7: i have been summoned through blood and brass
0: <laughs> oh, okay, so we've got, apparently we, we've dialed into Gotham and got Batman.
7: Um, <laughs> oh, I'm great, thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome, man, you're welcome. Uh, not a problem at all. And what we, as we said earlier on, what we're going to be talking about tonight is, as part of our main segment, is related to the death of heresy. As heresy has died all the way around the world, um, it's very important that we make sure that the uptake in players and desire to play the game is uh, not ignored by the the tens and maybe the twenties of people who want to get involved. And we're going to be talking about how to set up a community, how to actually get a community started and keep it running and really develop it uh, in the short and long term. Because at the end of the day, if you are standing there with your army going, I got no one to play heresy with. Well, sometimes you just got to, you know, what's the phrase? Uh, swallow the gag right. reflex, suck it up and get on with it. Um, and basically That's make definitely it your definitely
6: own. You say. say again? That's definitely a saying.
0: It's def- well, on this, <laughs> on this podcast and anywhere around the third legion, it's definitely a thing. <coughs> exactly (laughs) (laughs) so we are we are talking all about community building and these four gentlemen have got the skills they've got the experience and they are basically going to show and share that with you guys so if you're out there listening to this going how do i do this well here's going to be a how-to guide and before uh, we go any further i do want to give a shout out obviously to Don't Lose Your Head, Uh, another fabulous podcast from here in Sweden. Mm. Uh, I do believe you might be the only Swedish podcast to do an actual episode in Swedish which may have involved Freddie and may have also involved a large amount of alcohol when getting things wrong. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, yeah! I
0: heard about this. I, I haven't listened to said episode yet. because what? I'm, used to listen, I'm used to hearing Freddy drunk.
3: <laughs> it's not,
0: and it's in Swedish. It's not my strongest forte. What can
2: I say? Um, Everyone understands Swedish, like drunk Freddy. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Like a Swedish for
6: beginners. I listened back to it, really? and we we said so many English words and had to drink so fucking often. It's crazy. <laughs>
7: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> but please make sure if you are listening to us and you haven't listened to Don't Lose Your Head that you go out and find those guys on iTunes we'll put a link to their podcast page and their SoundCloud account and whatever uh, on our uh, show notes for you as well so you can go and have a listen to those guys and Christopher have you got any plans of starting up a podcast just so we know because we, we you know our, our guest ratio is like for every one in three guests we get on somebody starts a podcast so I'm just wondering if it's going to be you
7: well, I do have the advantage of having a face that's made for being behind a screen, and I do have the lack of yelling at people <laughs> over the internet. But I do not have any content, or technical skills, or charisma, so. No. Oh, you have
0: charisma. You, I was going to say, you've got <laughs> oh, charisma. You? The rest of it never stopped us. <laughs> 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 well that being the case I'm, I'm going to get things going here and as I said to the guys off air I'm going to play more the moderator role so I might throw a few questions in here or there and you know if things get too far off track I'll, I'll probably just stir it and keep it going off track but we'll see um but I think the first thing I want to put out there is guys what um what really got you motivated to get starting get a community started around you I think that's that's probably the first thing we should we should be talking about and I'm throwing that out to whoever wants to grab it first and run with it, well, I'm, me, trying me, me, me. it. I'm
2: trying not to grab it I'm trying to
0: grab it well <laughs> it's the first time for everything Freddy <laughs> <clears throat>
2: well I, who says I'm not already holding it oh wait Ooh. what are we talking what are we talking about here?
7: <laughs> so who was the member up for grabbing uh I can start <laughs> okay
6: you yep. start uh, so uh, yeah I have uh, always been in, interested in the heresy uh, and I got like a calf box uh like a couple of months before Lincoln, 2016? Yeah. Shit, it's a while ago now.
3: 2016 uh, no, no. wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. 2015, brother.
6: No, it was 16, right? No, nah, when you bought my I got... When yeah, you this
2: is my 2016.
0: Got, no, that was 15.
6: 16. 15. Two
0: years ago. 16, two years ago. Sorry, Freddy. <laughs> no, because this is going to be the third one. Yes. Right? 2016, yes.
6: 2018.
0: 2017, 2018. 16, 17, 18. <laughs> 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 the silence. <laughs> We're the, to here. be fair, we are already talking about 2019, so we might be a few years a Few years out of on this one. It's okay. Well, anyway, carry on. you gotta
6: give we gotta give Freddie uh, a Friday break though. You can't count how I many whiskeys he's had tonight. So. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> he's
0: not trying to do this in two languages. <laughs>
6: Uh, so uh, we, yeah, I got the cow box, and uh, I was like, oh, this, this is a cool game, and I uh, tried to get people to like get uh, some uh, some hype for it. And I've been trying to make people play Flames of War forever, but it's impossible. But with games, worship games, it's a lot easier for some reason. They don't get scared off as easily, because they're oh, Warhammer, that's a cool thing. Yeah, I can start that. Uh, and then after Lincoln it was just like, well, I need fucking people to play against now because this is fucking amazing. So, like, in the what every community needs is just a crazy person that starts it all uh, and just gets things going. So, if there's no community, then you just need to be that crazy person who gets you started. And Freddie is obviously the crazy person of his club.
3: Like, <laughs> what?
6: <laughs> of Sweden.
0: He- he- hearsay, hearsay. <laughs> there, there is a reason we use the term crown prince it's got nothing to do with royalty <laughs> the,
6: the first year i knew of freddy i only knew him as crazy as well it's the crazy <laughs> swede crazy for short <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh.
0: <laughs> well good things do come in small packages but that's a whole other topic
6: Ooh. <laughs> uh, so uh yeah it just the you like got a Get the ball rolling. Like, it's going to be small in the beginning. Uh, like, if you used to set up like a, a chat, is the best. Like, just set up a Facebook chat and invite, like, some person that's just, like, showed the, the slightest amount of interest. You just fucking add them to this chat group so they can just ask you questions about anything. Like, even if they're, like, total noobs or, like, you just don't really want to start, but just kind of looked at it once. Please add them. And if they don't leave the group, then they'll still be in the group and be like, oh, they're talking about this thing. Oh, it seems like they're really making something out of this. Maybe I should join them. So just like go to a club or wherever you hang out with dudes, and just like po- poke around and see like what the interest is like. Or like if they're not interested, they're just playing some other game. Then you need to bug them relentlessly. Hey, <laughs> have you have you heard of this super cool game called Horse Heresy? No, I haven't. Oh, well, it's just totally amazing thing. And, like, the best thing, uh, at least back when 40k was still in 7th edition, it's just, uh, if people play Warhammer 40k, they're like, oh, yeah, I play this game, but I just want to play cool stuff, but everyone's fucking cheese lord. And you're like, well, I got the perfect thing for you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
6: and now, like, nowadays, I mean... You can also get people, but like you gotta have a different approach. You can't just say like, "Yeah, it's the same game, but without fucking uh, what's it called? Battle groups, things." Uh, detachments. Yeah, detachments. That's um, so that's and,
0: so last edition. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah, I can't even remember it. So. Uh,
2: oh sorry. For- force orgs, because you have multiple force orgs nowadays. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! Well,
6: yep. I- So you just gotta, like, poke people and see if they're interested and just add them to a Facebook chat with a bunch of other people. That's how everything gets started. Or, like, Facebook groups, they're also good, uh, but they're kind of made for bigger groups, I think, or if if you're going to have, like, campaigns and stuff. Like, when Eric always says this, like, when he started 30K Sweden, he was like, yeah, he started a group for people to share some ideas, and now it's, like, the main group for... All Sweden And it has tons of people in it And that's where everyone talks heresy So if, like if there's no group for your area Or a chat Then you just fucking create one Because it's super fucking easy you just add people
2: Yeah And then uh, people that are in that area Or whatever moving there they, they were like Oh fuck I'm moving to Michigan Google like put into Facebook Heresy Michigan And like oh look there's a group Or oh there is no group But I want to So I'll create one yeah. And then the next person that is thinking about I wonder what's going on in Michigan, I'll Google or fucking put in Heresy Michigan, and it's like oh there is a group. It might only be two members, but there's fucking a group there, and then you keep growing. Exactly. Because like fucking 30k Sweden. When I I remember I was on Kenny Lull's podcast, and we and he was like the whole starting shit about 30k Sweden because Eric, Eric wasn't confident with his English. And then uh fucking hell, I talked about it and I think at that stage we were like thirty, forty members and we just groomed to a hundred, which like uh, was really quick. So yeah. And it's just that's just how you, you, you everyone needs to start somewhere.
3: Yeah.
0: So what's the what's what's the what's the give us some examples? Oh, give us an example. I mean, you've you've already started there, Nicholas. Give us an example of the the community how you got your community started in a bit more detail. Uh, Chris, you've been doing you've literally just started doing this. So, what you you give us your point on that?
7: Yeah, sure. And I'd actually say that one of the greatest assets we have is that heresy. And I don't want to offend anyone now. <laughs> playing pickup games of Heresy against complete other strangers have, in my experience, been really good so far. I did the same in Warhammer 40k for 6th and 7th edition because my friends moved to like Uppsala and, I don't know, Mordor, whatever, Nifelheim. <laughs> and since they can't play regularly, I used to like go to Dragon's Lair or whatever and just play pickup games, and I had a really varied experience because in 40k at the time it was very difficult to ascertain what was powerful or not. But playing pickup games of 30k... Has always been very accommodating and pleasant. So I'd say going to Swedish Fur k and doing like I did like a year and a half ago is running. I have no one to play with regularly. Is there anyone who's willing to take me into their group? And that's actually how I met my friend Jimmy. And Jimmy is the guy who started the club in Old Town, SLG, where we usually play. And they actually have a rule there that they play nice, fluffy narrative armies. And he had like a big Fur k army because he just loved working on it, like working on the narrative, doing the models, but he didn't play with it regularly. So I went there with my in, in unimpressive army of Alpha Legion, and we just played games. And one day, one day we met a guy who was named mm-hmm. Wilhelm, and he came and looked at it. Oh, you're playing 30K? Oh, I've been thinking about getting into it. And then we had a third player. And after that, we was just having regular 30K days, going to Swedish 30K, writing, hey, we're going to play and then, like, building from there. We did exactly, like... What's we'll it right now? We have a group chat. And in the group chat, we try to, like, keep it rolling. I've painted this. Oh, that's cool. What are you going to use it for? I'm going to do a black sheet marauder. Oh, wait, they can have last guns? Yeah, they can. And, like, I played this game. I did this. It just... It keeps the steam going. And playing games regularly... And regularly doesn't have to mean, like, every week. We play maybe every fifth week. That makes you want to, like, level your shit up. Like, move on, advance... Yeah. Add, it's stop, also a great
6: it. way of uh, just getting more people is to show show Definitely. people the game by playing. So oh, yeah. like you need to be at the club where people will be to just play games. Uh, so at my game club, there's a bunch of different games. They so play board games and shit. and uh, They have this open day on Tuesdays where these people are invited to come there. And I try and play on Tuesdays just so that as many people as possible will just see this game and be exposed to it. And like one in a hundred will be like, Oh, it's a cool game. Maybe I should start it.
7: Yeah, no, I okay. agree. So. Like inviting people and saying, Hey, on this open day, I'm going to bring some heresy and I'm going to bring two armies. If you ever just wanted to do a pickup game or try it, come along. Because mm-hmm. our last open day was a really big success, and I think it's like the fourth one we'd had. And success is not in bragging, I meant people came who had never played 30K. And some people didn't bring armies, they just hung around and talked heresy, and really got the steam up to like, oh yeah, oh he's playing Night lords. I'm not going to do that, I'm going to start this, oh I want to do this. And we talked a lot, and people set up games for the future. And I think just building on a local community, inviting people, and basically getting people excited and building it up from there. And also, I would advise, if you have an event, have at least one person around who knows the rules, and who's used to like handling people in an educational manner, or just Being very patient because if somebody's never played a board game or a figure mid game before, some of this stuff's going to be very, very intimidating to them that we take for granted. So if you have someone who's patient, that's great. Which was not me, it was actually Nisse who we've all met, (laughs) Uh, which was great. I was fighting my own battle, I was fighting a knight army. But yeah. No, that's like my tip. Uh, build it up. Uh, and also yeah. be very accommodating and welcoming people. Because people are going to come in and... I don't know if you met some other people in this hobby or maybe not super infused by the thought of talking to strangers.
3: <laughs> uh, but just
7: what? welcome them in. Are we'll you saying sure there are people stuff. with
0: social issues? <laughs> well,
7: maybe. <laughs> but also, since I'm hiding behind a screen, the internet protects me. Uh, <laughs> just try to welcome people and make them feel welcome. Because... At the end of the day, I don't think I've met anyone in Heresy who's been like an asshat in any way. Everybody's been really polite. And oh, yeah. we have people like Freddy and Jody and you guys with the podcast. And it builds a sense of community. I literally had somebody down at the club the other day who said, Oh, wait, this guy's Night Army. He won it at Scandis, right? I saw the pictures and I heard a Varangian Heresy talk about it. And mm. then right. two nice. guys come up to him, Yeah, you, you were there too? And he just talked about it. That's right. It just helps. Nice.
4: That's very. I think we're gonna. We should get a like a drill drill sergeant at our
0: events. Like, (laughs) what the fuck? That's not how rending works, you
3: stupid sick fucker.
0: We have one. He's called Freddy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
2: Nah, but but, but I'm always too drunk to be that. Well, yeah,
0: there is that as well. That's why I have your permanent carer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, but like uh, without uh, kind of saying everything that everyone else said, I, I I'm just gonna say like the the whole thing for me started way way back we were just three people that played heresy and and it all started with like i I moved back to sweden and obviously i'd already started dabble in heresy in australia and i got like some of my old childhood mates like plastic fantastic and Pella, and kind of like stirred them up and like oh we have to try this heresy shit you know it's fucking awesome it it was so fun last time and we started just a little bit like a small narrative campaign and kind of And from there, like the idea came about, Lincoln and so on, and we we kind of we had so much fucking fun, so we just wanted to spread the love, and that's just how it grew from there. And we kind of went to Hagweek and and the Heresy. That it was basically purely flames of war going on there, and now it's grown into become like this multi club where you can play whatever, and yeah, but it's still like uh, like even even the diehard historical people are starting to. To look at the Harry scene, like oh maybe I can do like a a Charco militia force. That would be cool, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because then I can paint those flashy uniforms that I always wanted because I'm kind of have a fetish for the Napoleon War. But I still I still remember back in the day in the 80s when I and I played my Space Marines. You know, so the <laughs> so more and more people yeah. are getting out of the closets and 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 doing like weird and quirky projects that they like. Black shields, like oh, I could do that that marine shaft that I did in my childhood, but I'll make them black shields because you know I can still use all my old beak marines and and, and it, it it snowballs from there and it's just you know so you get the really old fucking grognards and you get the young ones that just comes in and and they say like well this is not like going to a 40k event or like a community day no offense <laughs> we should have Chris here to moderate, because he's good with these uh, trying to get everyone on an evil level where we don't offend anyone. (laughs) That's my job, isn't it? it, That's what I'm supposed to be doing. Ah, whatever. But It's basically like these poor fucking 15-year-olds that are... Hasn't gone the whole full hobby nerd way, but they still think it's pretty cool and stuff, and they want to do something creative because they have that creative bug, and it's a room full of fucking Tourette's people with weird fucking... (laughs) Psy- psychological issues and screaming and shit, and then it's like, oh, this is my proxy fucking pot plant that is uh, fucking a titan <laughs> <Drop-odd> and a drop pod, and they're like, oh, well, oh, I just tried out this new army, and they sprayed it in rainbow colors with their thingy so they could play it on the... I don't know. like And they used to, <laughs> and, and And you can see these poor young kids. I, I, remember, I remember going to, like, 40k tournaments, and you can see, like, when the the young ones comes over, because obviously it's Verrock run, so they get like they they get extra extra dollars for having the young ones over, and they come in and you can see like the old whack p- players, they they eyes are getting just all glistery and shit, and they're like oh, <laughs> they're starting to drool and like come over and play with me, son. Fresh what are you meat. running. Yeah,
7: exactly. Like that's fucking. How, I'm on both I, sides, and
2: I'm I, like pull down your pants and. I'm I'm going
6: to fucking teach you a lesson, son. <laughs> but that's how I fucking stopped playing 40k. Because, like, I started playing 40k when I was 15, 16, maybe. And I played a lot. And then I started going to these tournaments. And at first it was just like, oh, I just want to go to, like, Boros or wherever. Just to play against some other people. That'd be cool. But then, like, they start corrupting you. Then you just, like, the, the wackiness just infiltrates you. And then you like... You're thinking about a new army, like, oh, yeah, this would be cool. This army, they have, like, cool units. And then you're like, yeah, but this unit isn't good. I'll I just replace it with that thing. And then, then this thing, no, it won't fill its purpose. I'm, I'm just going to have to fucking replace that with something else. And then you just end up with, like, a totally different army. This is fucking whack army. Because it's the only thing that will work. Did you wind that, up
7: in rehab with, like, looking at your army? It was all gray plastic, and none of the <laughs> arms were attached. And you had a list that said... Dick smasher Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> and that, came in and just embraced you with like a fur and like, shh, it, shh it's okay. Uh, at, that <laughs> point, at that point, I was just like, what have I become? What do I don't
6: even want to like, I don't want this. So then I started playing fucking Flames of War.
2: Yeah. Uh, same happened to me. But it's like, it browser history you have like uh, LVO top 10 40k armies. Like, <laughs> oh, God. And like, <laughs> you go down and it's like, Holy fuck like what's going
0: on? Like seriously. <laughs> okay, actually here's here's I'm gonna throw in a throw in a throw in a slight hand grenade here in. So if this is this is what's happened before in, in sort of like forty K and not to derail off into our, our, one of our favourite topics. Um but uh, to actually say how how do you avoid that? Or how do you counteract that in your communities at the moment? What are you trying to do to make those uh, make that not happen st- to stop people suddenly going all all whack and all all uh, sort of netlist crazy.
2: I have to say it's like I, I'm I'm starting now because I've finished. Um,
0: I finished. <laughs> I
2: drank what a fuck? mouth I drank a mouthful of beer, so I'm on the wrong. Uh, oh I have to say it's pretty easy because a large chunk of the community, obviously, and uh, most of them know about. 40k background, they know about horror series they've been there, they've done that, or they played 40k or they know anything about 40k like there's not, maybe 70 30, you know, that are old 40k players, and the reason why they went over to 30k is because they don't like that sort of thing and that makes the whole community scene very easy to moderate, because it's self-moderating, because most people notice like, oh fuck that that fucking unit, like having six quad modders, that was fucked when I was playing like a twenty two thousand points game and we did like a wacky scenario, it didn't work, but you know, if I went up 6,000 points, maybe like the, the three quad modders wouldn't matter, but you know, it, it, it's kind of self moderates. They, they they hit a miss, and if, if someone brings something that they notice is wacky, they, they tend to, well, I'm not going to bring that later on, and, and also <laughs> also, because it's, you, you tend to do When you start out a community, you do kind of a slow build. At least we started with like 1500 points uh, before even Centurion was a thing. So we did like 1500 points, uh, Garrison. And that's why I'm doing that on Lincoln. It's a homage kind of to where it all started, at least Mm -hmm. for like my heresy thing. Uh, and and that was kind of self-moderated as well because you, you had, well, back in that day, there was only resident models. So, and you needed like troop choices. So you, you, it was so expensive, so you started out small, with like small units. So you had basically what later on became a block, you got, but in Forge World, So you had like your uh, Legion-specific dreadnought, you had like, uh, you know, 20 Mark II Marines or whatever, and then you had like your, your leader guy. And most of your opponents had the same thing, because that was pre-Solar Auxilia, pre-Militia, so...
6: It's very balanced then. I mean, also... Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been thinking about this, uh, like how you keep the community as good as it is now as well because I have been mean, thinking, like in 40k back in the day they must have had like a good community as well like back in fucking Rogue Trader era that like all you old people are always reminiscing about
3: <laughs> oh
0: <laughs> shots fired huh <laughs> uh, so
6: it's like, it's back <laughs> then they must have had like a fucking awesome community as well like with narrative games and just awesome missions and just having fun and that's the whole point of it. And then, like, it slowly, surely like, it just snuck in, like the, like, the bad attitudes, just, like, not being, like, a gentleman's game, just, like, wanting to win and trying out the, like, new harsh list. Like, the, the latest coding like, yeah, it's really broken, and let's try and uh, just take the best units. Oh, I'm just going to do it for fun, but in the end, it's just fucking smashed dicks. Yeah. Uh,
2: well, but but like I think we, we've
6: already seen it happen though we've already seen 40k fucking tank so at least we have like the knowledge of what can happen if we turn into dicks.
2: Well, I think that one of one the things. Sorry, Chris, but uh, Christopher.
3: Yeah, no uh, uh,
2: the the thing I think that reminiscing party is not bad. Back in the day, like in Rogue Trader and Second Edit stuff, uh, it was more more honest on the like uh, it was more focused on the players creating something than providing templates on how to do things. And and with 3rd, Ed, and onwards, it's been more and more like these are the missions, this is what you do. Uh, Previously it was more like uh, make your fucking shampoo bottle land (laughs) speeder and and come up with... uh, And they gave you like sheets, like random, like a D100 where you could create your character narrow kind of background, and you got to use more of your imagination to make like mission scenarios and stories and fluff. And it 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 was basically only narrative. There was no competitive. But when when it became more and more like uh, these are the six missions you play, these are the things that you do, these are your army list, and the and the codexes became less of a guideline to make a thematic army and more of like somewhere where you could. You know, you mass hammer out a broken list. That's yeah. that's where it happened, and, and I think that's where the the heresy community. Because you know, to be honest, we're a lot of fucking old fucks in the community. We have like a you know a Speak for por- yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, a, lo- a large portion has been in the hobby since like the fucking eighties. <laughs> no. a- at least, <clears throat> at least, at least more than fifty percent. Okay. Yep.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, agree. And,
2: no, I, I can I, agree. Yeah, and. Uh, and I think that those are the people that remember when it was like even when you went to the, the tournaments, because the tournaments were more like the old tournaments the, the first one that I went to like uh, like kind of at uh, Dragons, uh, well I don't, can't even remember what it was called back then, but Spel och and shit. Tradition? Tradition, yeah. Uh, like back in the day when they had like uh, gaming nights or like mini tournaments it was like it, be, it was more like Dungeons & Dragons game master driven. Sort of mm-hmm. like how the Eye of Horrors are doing now. It used to be more like that when we played Tournament Rogue Trader or whatever you want to call it. Because it wasn't about, oh, you got yeah. 14 victory points. It's like, oh, you saved the dude off that lander and took him there, so the next mission becomes this. And nothing yeah. about victory points.
3: Yeah. Like, that, that, yeah. But that,
2: yeah, That's
6: sorry. the thing. Like, people are just... People are more open in 30k too, uh, to just change, change shit up and just like make things up as they go along and like the mission is like yeah this mission is like just, let's just play some cool scenario like I'm gonna go there and do this and you can really tell like people have been playing 40k for a long time that like uh, and you're saying like yeah well this is kind of crazy but let's just make something up like make up a new mission let's try it out and like you can see people that have been playing 40k for a long time and they're like what Like, what are you doing? You're not following the rules. It's like. This this is
2: not a fucking. This is not a fucking uh, war of lies. It's like
6: like a person walking with shoes inside in a Swedish house. Like. What the fuck? Take off your shoes? Take off your shoes? What are you doing? The heresy. The The
7: absolute heresy. My temple? (laughs) Yeah, so they they
6: reacted kind of the same way. Yeah,
7: Yeah, I, I have to say that. I'm more from like. I used to start off playing Warhammer Fantasy majorly back in the day when there were like four different kinds of vampire counts. You could play like von Karstein, Strigoi or whatever. I think that was 5th edition. And then I went to. Yeah, yeah, my
0: dwarves used to to love shooting their cannons at those fuckers.
7: Yeah, but it was okay because I had 40 skeletons and a vampire who cost literally 30% of my army, and he he either won everything or died. But beyond that, I used to, like, roleplay a lot, and I was the guy in the group. If you ever had nerd friends, I was the guy in the group who said, I want to roleplay, so I buy, bought the book, which means right. I always I was always the DM, and I got passed around to different groups like a glove. And I think <sighs> Freddy has it on the na- – he, like, hits it on the head. The more rules you have, the less imagination you have, which means that as soon as you have more rules, you have to follow them stringently, so you lose some of the freedom. Now some people handle freedom in role-playing game and mini games perfectly. Like they go in and say, "Oh well, it wouldn't make sense for my like French farmer to somehow know how to harvest saltpeter and make a musket." But other people be like, "Well, obviously I'm gonna use the notions of uh, Descartes 200 years before his time to save the world." The more rules <laughs> you have, yeah, the better yeah. I mean, and like you guys said, I think 40k was just open to abuse, particularly towards the end. I remember playing a, a pickup game and he's like, Oh, do you have a formation? I'm like, Yes, my formation means I get one extra fast attack and one less heavy support And it's like, Oh yeah, cool. Cool. My formation means I hit you on two pluses all the time and my tau ignore all cover. I'm like, <laughs> all cover. Can I jink? That's a cover save, rule one forty two and he quoted the rule and I'm like, Well <laughs> fine. <It's laughs> a default. Rule 142 Uh, I I I hate Rule
0: 142 Uh, I prefer Rule 36 and Rule 37 (laughs) myself
7: (laughs) Uh, At our club we have people who have played 40k for like decades And they're 23 now so they've played it Since they were like screechy teenagers (laughs) The guys who I mentioned, Wilhelm is a great example because he started playing With us and it's built up Empress Children Glory be to the third As we played like I'm gonna take some of my old Escape from Goblin Towns Bilbo characters and make them into a slannish cult, and he did. So he had like 25 Whoa, or 30. Fuck kids yeah. Kids <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's just fucking they brilliant. They have tentacles and little masks. It's badass. And he like handmade his own ghoul king into a excess-driven fat guy who beats stuff <laughs> up because <laughs> we're playing a narrative campaign so it made perfect sense that it's corrupting the noble elite and like the Empress children just driving them forward but after a while it's like I've noticed when we play 1500 to 2000 <laughs> points of games if I have 40 rending fearless cultists it kind of ruins the fun so I'm going to take them out ah, yeah. a- and that's just great self regulation and we're talking to people who haven't played for the game for a long time mm-hmm. and I think it might be because the club we're at has a motto which is everybody should have fun so people tend to scale their shit down.
6: What but, is this fun you talk about? <laughs> <laughs> what is it's this, most Where important is this rule. magical place? It's like the first page of every fucking
7: Warhammer 40k rulebook. People forget it. I thought,
2: that was, of... I thought that was sarcasm. <laughs> no,
7: no. no. <laughs> and I think that's the kind of the spirit you need to get people in. Because I said it before we started. Freddy played me my first game of 40k. And he beat the shit out of me. But he had a lot of fun. And it was really accommodating. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, 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 me, drew, me and, uh, me and Niklas
4: have a
7: oh yeah. sorry you, No. I go, was, yeah I blew up a sp- <laughs> and then someone named Eidolon came out and just wrecked 40 tactical marines uh, <laughs> but I had a lot of fun what, what's, think, just a
0: question what size game were you playing
7: no 2000 points
0: ok because yeah. it's not Freddy bringing a Spartan <laughs> in a 1500 point game then <clears throat> no <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: no, this is totally legal. Uh, it is legal, but then again, he got immobilized on a fucking turnip. Yeah, first well, turn, yeah. So. That's, that's that's Murphy's fucking law right there. That's what that is. <laughs>
3: so anyway.
4: I, <laughs> I just got to say. I just gotta say, me and Nicholas, we have a great uh, way of keeping the whack away. That is, that we go to events and we lose every game.
7: <laughs> uh, oh, stop! So that's, that's, that's your anti-whack
0: tactic, is it? Well, well, yeah. Uh,
7: I think that. I mean, without helping the whack, obviously. <laughs> you forget. You forgot all along. You won over me.
6: Yes, I did. Me. By one point. That was fucking intense, though. Like you gotta, you gotta up your game or down your game.
3: God
0: damn it. <laughs> oh. We need more spoons for our collection. <laughs> okay. It's okay, you'll have a salad set soon enough, my friend. Don't worry. Yeah, I need it. I need <laughs> it. You'll be good. Actually, that, that was that was sort of leading on to the, some of that talk, was, uh, making me think about um, when you're the ways of building the community. I mean, Freddie talked about uh, you know sort of setting a points limit. Uh, Or or saying you know aiming for a points limit. Some people use slow growth, so like five hundred point blocks at a time and and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. I mean, what have you guys taken any specific approaches? I mean, okay, just like I said, Freddie said we're going for fifteen hundred. That's what we're kind of going for. Did did you guys sort of do that, or have have you tried that with any new people coming into your groups or?
6: Um, like, I I may seem like a nice guy when I talk about this, but, like, when I'm <laughs> in my hobby mode, people at events have noticed that I'm pretty intense. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, when I'm playing, I'm fucking Paul Steep, so I can't fucking help myself. Like, whenever I'm down at the club and people are just talking, like, they're really cool, like, yeah, I was thinking about doing this, and I'm like, yeah, but pay your fucking shit! pay it now,
0: it's a good play. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so-
6: aggressively telling them to paint their shit and eventually <laughs> they'll get it on because there's no alternative. Okay, so painting
4: but, is important, right? Okay. Yeah, but I mean, if, if there weren't, I mean, it's I think it's very good to have the variation of uh, point values. I mean, it's good to have a slow grow, but yeah. you then you have to remember to start over because otherwise you risk like, well, us who started a couple of years ago, we might have been like, well, I don't want to play anything under 3,000 points now because I have all these, I don't want to play 1,500 or 500 points. Because it's been me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and then you would risk not allowing new players to get in. So I think it's a good way to just, yeah. That, that's why Storm Mortalis is so fucking awesome. Yeah, but you can yeah. have a. Oh, this is a 2,500 points event. But if you don't have that many points, I mean, bring a small Storm Mortalis force. You can still play or something.
6: Yeah, it's yeah. so fucking awesome because you can just tell people to like, yeah, just buy a calf box and build that force, and we can play Stormortalis Mortalis, and it works <laughs> perfectly fine. Because when you play these regular games, uh, like with Cal, and then, yeah, but I have a Predator with a Plasma Gun, and I always fucking annihilate you. So, <laughs> Mortalis is awesome. <clears throat> For new players.
0: Plasma Predator, my favorite.
7: Um, okay. <laughs> Actually, we've never played Sonomortalis at our club. Uh, I think we did, like, uh, like you guys said, uh, me and Jimmy both have, like, 5,000 points armies. But to accommodate new people, we said, we're going to do a narrative campaign. So we started out having, like, small strikes with the conquest system. Like, now we're attacking a skyport, so you get 1,500 points, but the defender gets an advantage, like an ammo dump or something. And if you take it, you get a point on the map, and it helps the campaign. And it's like, for the next one, we're going to have an assault. So one of you guys need to have at least 2,000 points fully painted. So you sort of incite people to have it. And I think it worked out great for us, because at one time, somebody said, well, I'm going to assault a fortified position... I don't think I want to buy a tactical squad. Could we wait another week so I can actually buy some tanks? And I mean, of course, just to oh. let it grow. Let,
3: let it, grow. it
2: grow. Let, let it, grow. it grow.
0: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I,
2: and actually, like, a hashtag fucking shout out to the Conquest system, because that book, like, I keep saying it on every fucking episode, the book
6: Conquest. <laughs> wait, the is, book that conquest a, is that a hashtag? Is, <laughs> Hashtag yeah.
0: shout out to the conquest system. It's a subtle, yeah. it's a subtle hashtag. <laughs> well, it's well, than what I ate by I don't know
6: yourself.
2: how you speak, <laughs> fucking millennials. So I'm trying to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the book so conquest is oh, the shit. Dude. All right, everyone happy? Yeah, I yeah, we good. Right? Cool, because cool. cool. that's how we started with the conquest system, just like you said there. So. We did the same thing, but we did, we focused more on, uh, like building the story of our leaders, like the, the HQ. And then we did the slow growth there. We started actually doing raid missions, 500 points, but we adjusted them. So they were more similar to Soul Metallus, but because we had no Soul Metallus train at that stage, we kind of just, <clears throat> we took what we liked from Soul Metallus and did it like into like a mini, mini sort of city fight mission mm-hmm. with same in Soul Metallus rules
7: yeah the city fight missions are just wonderful
2: yeah and I guess like
4: centurion would work similarly right to have a a Sol mortalis if you have a small force because you don't have to have all the tanks and stuff
2: yeah, yeah. they were work per- perfectly is it, like centurion is the next natural step up from Sol mortalis I reckon mm. yeah yeah yeah. It's so good yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah fucking try Sol mortalis like whoever does it, I don't know People like, oh, I went to this event. I wanted to play six thousand points. I didn't want to play Sumertalis. <laughs> I have just as much fucking fun playing Sumertalis as doing like a mega battle, like Apocalypse yeah. Battle. The,
6: the, the thing about Sumertalis though is that people need to play like three games to realize that oh, this is actually not just a downscale version of a regular game. It's a totally different game, and I have to build my list in a way that works in Sumertalis, and you know, yeah. take stuff that works in it. So. Yeah. I, I have like learned that, that yet. <laughs> Like people that only They try it once And like Yeah This fucking sucks I have to keep half of my stuff In reserve And like All oh, my shit dies Yeah Because you have so, like, You need to Think So more
0: ways So it's about changing The thinking Is what you're saying
6: Yeah Yeah uh, But uh, Just uh, Getting new people And like getting We've been talking about Getting the ball rolling And uh, Like snowballing and stuff Uh, Is that in the beginning you kind of have to work hard to build your community Just to get like some traction going and to start a group and get people talking Uh, But then like when you hit like a critical mass Like around maybe six, seven people that play it Then you'll like you don't have to put as much work into it Then it'll just roll by itself The snowball will continue And you just have people coming on Like even if you're not... Relentlessly harassing people at your club. So, like, at my club, uh, I got a bunch of people playing, and then when I come there, there's like, oh, this guy uh, wants to start 30K. I'm like, what? Really? Yeah. He talked to this other guy at a place, and now he wants to start playing. So, it just, like, after a while, spreads. it grows by itself. It's, yeah.
0: It spreads like a communicable. um <laughs>
6: thing
0: idea idea yes good word
6: good word we just we just got like two new players uh, where I live that started out and they've been kind of looking at it for a while but then like after they see that people are actually playing it there's like a group then they've come on and they're like one of them is like a warmer fantasy refugee and the (gasps) other one is a super bitter iron iron warriors player that used to play in like third edition
7: Oh, so my you, boy. Is it you with a fake mustache?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
6: no never. Game. I would never play that film. Nick, Nicholas isn't bitter. I
7: beg your pardon. Those are fighting words there, Nicholas. Nothing. Those are fighting words. Oh, yeah. There is something that I have noticed, and I don't know if this is happenstance because I live in the capital, and that's not a jab at people living outside of Stockholm. I think it applies to, like, Gothenburg, Malmö. Uh, and like wherever in Sweden you are
0: hey hey do you mind
7: do you mind it's no I did Morkistan, like the Swedish chefing. it's cool it's a Swedish chef it's cool I can say it's like Pingu language I can say Pingu language it's not racist
3: yeah. okay. Okay. meep meep Nut <laughs> nut.
7: but what I've learned is that wherever you are there's probably like two to four friends who bought a calf box or like set up a group and played 30k regularly or for a while at least at least one or two of those guys will be glad to join your game club because, I mean, we're all semi-adults here, most of us free (laughs) course, and, I mean, life comes in between. Sometimes your group can't meet up or somebody's kid gets sick or somebody gets a vomiting disease, you know, normal stuff, and then it's good to have a game club where you can go, hang, play, just be around, because these are like untapped oases of people thinking man, I'd like to play but all my friends are busy or moved out of town they're there you just need to engage in the community and I think Swedish 30k is really good for it like I said when we had our event last weekend we had people show up we're like oh I never knew this place was here and I'm like oh but you've been to OSS and they're like no what's that I'm like oh but you've heard of Freddy Swede? yeah yeah no I did that why I'm like you know there's this place in Hegevik and <laughs> people just didn't know about it there's a dungeon <laughs> want to play <laughs> there's this dungeon and they there's ran a away no yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's a it's very well equipped dungeon come
7: back uh, no but I think that's it because before like 8th edition and 7th edition's divide happened and I'm not going to say anything about that <coughs> uh, people played it together a while. and some people left their 30k army and some people like went to 8th and now want to get out they're out there people they're just looking for somewhere to belong
3: yeah.
7: <laughs> and it's either joining us or like getting a man bun or I don't know yeah. what other people do getting a hashtag well, or start Logan appalling or whatever. Uh, so get well, him in. One, one
2: thing it. I one thing I noticed that I, I keep hopping about is that, uh, and I also noticed that back in Australia, uh, a lot of the gaming communities were doing a lot of the things on forums, mm. and and now we kind of we've seen that at least for us we've shifted heavily towards like uh, social media. But I, I still think there's a lot of untapped gaming communities out there that still mainly work on these old forums. that on the are dark missing web. Out. On the dark <laughs> web. They're <laughs> missing out on all these cool fucking stuff that's going on.
7: Um, Nicholas, if you get someone on the dark web writing you 30k for secret hit... It's not what you think. They don't want to play 30k. You should get out, man. Get out.
0: What the hell is this red dot site on my chest here? Wait, what? Fuck.
7: Wow, it seems like that colleague I was complaining about to my secret 30k friend just disappeared from work. What a coincidence. I just,
4: I just typed a dude looking for dudes. I don't know. That's like a common thing to say in 30
0: Is safe search on, is the question. Yeah. <laughs> well actually that's, oh! that yeah <laughs> well there there was something that the sort of again came up in that and when you're talking about a gaming club if you don't have one nearby to you and I mean let, let's just say you live in a, a a small rural town like I don't know let's call it Bearslove um and there there might not be places nearby that you can travel to what what should you be looking to do what should you be how do you get that sort of thing set up I mean let, let's talk Sweden for a moment because it's probably Easier to do that than anywhere else. How do you, how do you so, get things going?
6: If you're in Sweden, then I would go to Svirok and search for these gaming clubs in your city. Because they have like a. Like in everything in Sweden, they have everything in lists. Like they write up everything. They know where you are. They know where you play games. <laughs> so you just go to the site and just look at your city and see, oh, they have this gaming club or they have this other club. And like you can just go to. Oh, there's this uh, Magic the Gathering Club. Maybe I'll just see if they have a Facebook page. Yeah, they do. And just write like, hey, go play 30K. Or do you want to play 30K with me? And maybe there's someone there. Like, nerds play different games. So maybe someone yeah. has a 30K army. You just do that in a bunch of groups. And then maybe one guy is like, yeah, I actually have 30K. Let's play. And then yeah. you got a fucking community started. So you just search search the nerds. Search for the nerds, and someone will have 30k.
3: Yeah,
4: use uh, use social media or use the podcast and ask people to shout out. Like, uh, well, I'm new to this place. I don't know if there is because maybe there isn't any uh, community set up, but you could you still find the nerds. <laughs>
7: I love how we're talking about nerds like we're not nerds.
4: Well, obviously, we are a bit more sophisticated.
7: Like how we're all Plato, who are physically buff, so we come into rooms and, like, physically dominate nerds. Hey, you card nerd, you play 30k now.
3: Okay, sir, I don't (laughs) want to trouble.
7: Pick up this resin. We're friends. Now go play. Yes, sir, I'm awfully sorry. You should be. Put down the cards. <laughs> <laughs> Have you
2: paid your fucking 30k protection fee or not? <laughs> Show me your resin. Hey,
0: uh, pay the money or we or uh, pay the money or we get the warlord out. Yeah, we're not <laughs>
6: elitists, I promise.
0: <laughs> no, we're not elitists. Let's, let's be very clear on that. There's no but I think here, right, I, Freddy? <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> don't. Oh. And then,
4: like I think, I think that's probably, a, I, I, I bet, like, uh, a goddamn. I that's. <laughs> Can't talk at the same time.
6: Okay, go go first, Nicholas. I was gonna say that you like, go to the fucking warmer fantasy page and you'll have so many people wanting to play thirty
0: K. <laughs> it's <a> like <laughs> oasis.
6: Oasis of bitter people wanting to play <laughs> or want to pay more money to Games Workshop.
3: They kill the old world.
0: Okay, so if let's let's take this in another direction then. So if we've got let's just say we've got a couple of dudes who want to play games but there's there's no no game club within whatever, but you know, do you set up? Do you go find a, co- a coffee shop? Do you, you know, how how do you get things going? Where do you get things going? I think is what I'm trying to trying to say. Yeah. I'm trying to get get people an idea of how to start looking at ways of getting a club, physical club, up and running.
7: Well, I've got an idea about that. If uh-huh. you'll bear with me, uh, if you're in a small town like I have family outside of Stockholm, and I don't mean Uppsala, I mean like. Places like Torsby or Holm, places where you know Katrineholm's fairly big, but Torsby isn't. Have
0: they only just if had electricity live... installed?
7: Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it's still witchcraft. But okay. they love turkey. <laughs> uh, if you live in like a slightly smaller town and you've been to a tournament and you've met like a couple of friends who live at least within car different, like car areas, and order to start up a local gaming club. Uh, contacting Svearock and saying you want to set up a club actually means that you're entitled to get some money. And with that money and like a fee from your members, you can rent a locale. If you can rent it like in the house you live, if you're in a Bostadsförening or if you can start up in like the back part of a coffee shop or something, we have an agreement with the cafe uh, that we're actually in. So we buy Mm. coffee and drinks and we buy a lot of them Uh, and we have their back areas and we actually help out with what we can. Like one of us is an electrician and he does certified work, like real stuff, nothing dodgy. Uh, you can make a similar agreement with other guy. I know I had a friend who lived in Tushpi, what well, we used to date so she probably hates my guts, but uh, they used to play in the back of a game shop and in exchange they did like administrative work or whatever, so if you can't afford to rent the place, I'm sure you have someone that can help you set up the space now mainly what you'll need is a couple of tables and terrain uh, if you want to start painting terrain there are several great guides online and you don't have to go crazy After that, I'd say after you have your club and you have a couple of people, try to get regular meetings. People come on by. Like We have Hobby Tuesdays. People just come down and paint and talk smack. Or like playing every Saturday or every second Sunday. Setting up a regular routine that people know about means, okay, shit, I got two hours over today because the kids are away swimming or whatever kids do. I should really learn what they do. I've got one. Um, (laughs) You really
0: should, man. But, you know, we're not judges here. (laughs)
7: <laughs> Sunday school get back in your cage kid uh, no and but if you got two hours, like oh but wait I know that the club there will be people at the clubs today like make one or two keys and make sure people can be there like build a group of people and you can invite new guys that would be my advice like get something going and foster spirit of community because you'll need new people but the hardcore people who helps out in the club will be those who have played for a while and have the drive And i'd say tournaments are great i know we have at least two people in this group who met at a tournament and like Mm. when i went to my first tournament we met a bunch of new players who like wait you live in stockholm so do we we should play games (laughs) and i met like nisse and Björn, and i met a lot of cool people who i can now play with and talk to but also i should i'm sorry if i'm belaboring the point but the swedish 30k community is super accommodating like i go in and write stupid shit all the time like how do I strip my models or like can someone send me free decals and they always answer my questions can like, someone
2: give me a hand job? <laughs> <laughs>
7: over the yes. internet that doesn't <laughs> work <Certainly laughs> tried it. and there are a lot of resources because like I was frazzled about the event I was going to have last week and so I wrote to Fred like hey what, what could I have missed and it's like well do you have terrain yeah do you have tables yeah do you know more than one person is going to show up yeah, well, seems like you got it in hand. Oh, like, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Ask people. Some yeah. will probably have tried it before, and there's a lot of good experience in the community. And I don't think ever anyone's been told, like, hey, shut the fuck up, noob. You can't be in our Swedish 30 group. <laughs> Burn your models.
2: Cool. Yeah. You have to have your fucking heresy certificate uh, unless you get a fucking eye patch, uh, like a horse eye sew so on your fucking
6: pajamas. Oh. But that, that's a like an important thing for the crazy guy. I'm calling the crazy guy I like that. If you're like the driving force of a community, it's important that you go to other places to play 3K as well. Even if they're in the another city or another country, take like five hour train rides, then you just fucking go there and like you'll connect to so many new people, and they'll come to your place to play. And then like you can tell people at your club, yeah, they have this fucking awesome. Thing. Like it went after I went to Lincoln, it's just I could tell all the people uh, in my town, like, yeah, this is just fucking amazing event, and there's just so cool guys, and the community is awesome, and you should start playing this game, cause it's amazing. And then like guys that I met over there came to to come to play, and like then they saw that, oh, these guys are actually really cool. Maybe I should start playing this game. Like the guy, like when you guys, uh, you you, you were over more than uh, at the beginning of January yeah, uh, just came over to play some 30k and relax and like we had a guy uh, that came there and was like oh this is really cool and he used to play fantasy uh, and all oh, these guys were amazing as well and this seems like a like a nice game and then like a few days after I was sitting like it came by his place and we was like yeah you should get this unit and that unit and he just thought oh, all that let's play some 4th roll order Now we get another player you um, visit sorry. other events uh, to connect with the community. Yeah. And,
2: and, and even on, on that note, like, I have, I remember going to the last fucking uh, Gothcon and rocked up there and we were playing there. And suddenly we were playing like uh, someone that was living two houses down from Bjorn. And, <laughs> and, and he was like, Well, I live in Stockholm and I didn't even know there was a community in Stockholm. And so, but I know Gothcon because I used to play at dot when I was little and I know there was a so I, I went in and saw it was a 30k game and I love 30k so I brought my mates and suddenly bam you have like three people that live almost next door and they all play 30k but they didn't know about Facebook or the community or whatever but they knew about a gaming convention that was pretty famous and that's where they met people that lived next door to them that also played <laughs> 30k so like bam there you go instant growth so if you want to meet someone, go to, like if you're in America, you go to the LVO, you go to Adepticon, you go to fucking Gen Con or whatever. I bet you fucking sweet ass you're going to meet some people that live next door to you,
3: or, you know, <laughs> in
2: the same city at least, that plays 30k that you never knew about before.
0: We had yeah. to, we had that at uh, Baros last year, didn't we? With some yeah. of the guys in Stockholm.
2: Yeah, so it, it it's like there's So definitely try and find some events, and try and uh, hook up with people that way as well.
6: Yeah, that's like the next thing of building a community. Uh, like hosting an event, it's like beating the fucking jungle drums. Oh yeah. To get people to come.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. That was like, that was literally where I was heading. Cool, crack up.
6: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you just fucking post an event and spread it all over. You just make podcast shout it out and post it. All over Facebook, and then uh, you'll have fucking people that you never heard of attend your event. and They'll call me. You're like, oh, so who are you? Like, how do you, how do you hear about us? Like, where do you live? Uh, can I come by your house? Can I live in your <laughs> attic? I don't know. Can, but, can I borrow
2: your girlfriend?
6: Say, <laughs> so it's fucking hosting events is a like a, helps a lot in building a community and fucking yeah. people hosting events are heroes to the community Yep.
0: do you think that when you run an event that how's, how's the where we're putting this it's important it, I, th- I would like to actually make a statement and see if you guys agree or disagree, if you run an event you are setting the tone you're literally setting your stall out this is the tone, this is the type of gaming that we do and you're setting it out for people to see um, and it's important to to keep that in mind when you're doing something
2: well you you do you've become like a either poster boy or praetorian of the heresy community because you well you kind of front your face and your brand or whatever and this is like this is the community and this is what we stand for and we would love to see more people doing the same thing it it, it is a little bit like that
3: yeah yeah, yeah uh, no, I agree.
6: <laughs> I, I, I kind of used to play regular games uh, when I play casual games, but then when I host events I used make up all crazy kinds of missions and <laughs> I don't know uh, but yeah, definitely like if if you're hosting an event, then people kind of look to you how uh, what, what kind of game this is. If there's like new players, then you're their first encounter to this game. To like how it's played. If, if you're gonna be like the tournament organizing, like yeah, you get this many points. We're doing this. We're smashing this guy. Then that's gonna be how they see the game from then on. So you, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You so you're, you're
2: you're definitely setting the tone because you are the Praetorian of of the Heresy in, in that current event in 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 that setting. And and I think another thing that that is very different for 30k events compared to 40k events. That people are usually going there. To see what cool missions and ideas that is happening there that they can pinch and use for their gaming club. They want to be inspired by the armies that are there because, you know, without being the master race that we pretend to be sometimes, uh, (laughs) the the quality of armies and painting is fucking top notch. And it's just, I, I have had people just rocking up that didn't even play, that just wanted to know, get mission ideas, and just get soaked into all the beautiful models and and use the atmosphere like at scandals we have people fucking rocking around all the time that had that hasn't even had no idea how the fuck they found out about the event and they just rocking around and and in the end like well you you met Goran now who won the yeah. night house like he never he, <laughs> he he was gonna go fucking balls deep into 40k and now suddenly he's he's just that ah. you saved him I saved the, I saved this soul. She's no, but what I, mean it, what I mean is, like, people are like interested it, you know? Like, what's going on? Why, why are these guys having so much fun? Uh, and how they dare get, they? Like, <laughs> no, they, they get enticed, and they you see like the atmosphere. They see the models. They, because basically, I love the reason I go to the event personally is because I love it. Because a, it motivates me to paint another army. Hence why yep. I'm painting fucking militia right now. <laughs> B, B. I love the atmosphere and it gives me so many cool ideas that I can pinch and reuse. Like the Adepticon guys, like how how they call cards, like uh, they are using our events cards and, and like cards are going around, swapping around with different spitballing ideas and shit. You know, eventually we'll have good cards for events, Nicholas. Don't worry.
3: <laughs> 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 <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> but you know it's like you you steal all these ideas you get like so fucking inspired and you see thematic armies and you're like oh fuck that army so cool like oh I love that fucking you know the Empress children with all the noise marines that's so fucking cool and and you know and and you go home to your room like oh I want to make this thing happen I want to write this narrative fluff and I want to do this and this and this so it it is like I don't know like I I see events not just pure you're not just at the game gaming is like 30 percent it's just meeting the people the atmosphere you know enjoying because you play another army that looks good and you get like how oh, because h- half the time you talk to him it's like oh well, why did you pick this army like what did that and oh look at that falchion looks fucking awesome and, you know
4: this is my backstory yeah. The, yeah. this is sergeant jonathan and he is part of well, the squad he was <laughs> in that's the JP version
2: Yeah, exactly You play like Oh, I have 400 militia And each Every single person Has a name like, oh, oh. What the fuck. Why did I ask? Did I
4: ask? <laughs> yeah, no I mean I can attest <laughs> This was just
7: that. two
0: days away From retirement
7: <laughs> I went to my I went to my first tournament Last year And I lost Every game And I had a great time I mean Everybody was very accommodating I had a lot of fun I got inspired By all the armies And when Brief I went bit. to Skandis Yeah, I left Skandis And was like Shit I saw everybody knows Julius. I saw his Night Lords. And I'm like, I really want to do Night Lords now. I was dead set on doing Thousand Suns, and then after that, I was like, shit, those Night Lords were badass. So I spoke a bit to like Dom from uh, their podcast. Road to Terra. Like, thank Road you, to Terra. thank God. Yes, <laughs> from Road Terra. and I spoke to him about Night Lords, and we shared a bit on Facebook. And I was like, yes, I'm doing this. I must do Night Lords. <laughs> it was great. I mean, but you didn't you really come away it. like,
4: oh, God damn it! I have, next time I have to win every game, I'm going to make this best fucking no. whack list.
7: No, what I did actually think was, and this is not me bragging, because everybody has played me in a game except for Jody, so you know I don't brag because I just lose games, but I brought a Stone Mortalis army, and I was like, I have no idea if this Mechanicum army is going to be good, and somehow I won all my Stone Mortalis games. So my thought was, oh. I wonder if that was really fun to face. But I know it was because I faced the Danish mechanicum Eric and the only reason <laughs> he lost the only reason he lost is because I could jump through a wall with Phallax, and because he lance striked himself. So he killed two of his HQs and like two of his troops with a lance strike. <laughs> that he <laughs> rolled. <wrote. laughs> the but best like, of games. Yeah, and I faced an Alpha <laughs> Legion army where I won very heavily because my army had a lot of flamers so my thought was I wonder if this was really fun to face I'm gonna go home and see if this was like a good army to bring and I know that a lot of people I faced were the same thing because I faced Bjorn at <laughs> Hagvarian and then Skandis and I could see the difference in his armies because I mean he took them and looked at them and was like yeah this is probably more fun to face and everybody's always nice win or lose, I mean
3: yeah nice you said cool.
2: We're <laughs> using the word fun and wargaming a lot together. I don't know what's going on here.
7: <laughs> I, I are we talking
4: about it? the same viewer? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay. okay,
7: I was going to tell you this, but the reason I stopped playing 40K majorly before 8 is because I had a pick game where the guy who won over me humped the table after you won. What if you oh, bring
2: But wait, wait, I, I do that too. Well, actually, yeah. I do that... I do
7: that when I lose as well Uh, (laughs) yeah but you don't say how does it feel to get beaten by your own army and then refuse to break eye contact as I'm hastily assembling my dark elders into my foam and trying to leave the
0: locale (laughs) 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 I bet he's playing custodes right now
7: (laughs) (laughs) so like with that background I came into 30k and I didn't really know what to expect because again I was playing people I'd never met before and I was super positively surprised it's the same thing when I played role-playing games, same thing. It's like 50-50, you're going to play with people who take it seriously and appreciate your finally crafted story. And the other one's like, I'm going to be a vampire, but I want to have a soul, and I want to solve crime. I'm like, is this, are you playing the Buffy and the Vampires character? <laughs> no, this is my original guy. It's called Snowflame Darkheart. <laughs> oh, dear.
4: My, my vampire, oh, yeah. vampire doesn't... I want to be one of those vampires that doesn't burn up in the sun. I want to glitter. And,
6: uh... <laughs> because I have a soul. Yeah, but that's the thing about 30k, just magically, it's just full of awesome people, like, I I, I haven't met any douchebags in 30k, and, like, you think that there should be some people, but just, just nice guys joining it all the time. just some some kind of magic spell. And then, like, 40k players say, like, yeah, but they should add Eldar to this, or I don't want to play it, and, like, well, I don't care if if you, you're not gonna play with your fucking LR. It's full of full awesome guys anyway. So yeah, mm. yep. just, I don't know. This is some kind of magic allure to this game. Yeah, but I think, and that's part of the self-regulation. Like,
4: if someone would bring a harsh list, like uh, I don't know, Magnus and and Man, Uh <laughs> What, Mortalis, <if> uh, <laughs> <the>, you mean? <coughs> yeah, well, for example, just taking out of the air. I mean then. The entire like you had this you know all these jokes going around like what oh, you did that are you crazy you know but I think that <laughs> that if you were that person you you would feel like oh okay well this maybe wasn't a good idea. <laughs> That's
6: like, also the, the thing about the we've got such a close knit community that like everyone knows each other so no one can really be a dick because everyone knows that guy. Yeah. Oh. It's like. You 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 can't be a dick at your family reunions because. <laughs> well, I beg you, if you're there,
2: I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the only place you
6: can be a dick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, just just read as to be yourself. Um. <laughs>
6: <laughs> you know, like everyone knows each other, because like, we have fucking 30k Sweden, and everyone is on 30k Sweden, mm. and it's your face. It's not like a a, a forum like the, it used to be, where you used to have this avatar, and then, like, yes this... Dick Smasher 30k.
3: XXX,
6: Dick Smasher XXX. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Table hunter, and, and he used to post, like, these OP Dude fucking lists, and then people... People <laughs> fucking... Just, fresh. And people used to, like, write on forums, like, yeah, this is such a fucking hard list, oh, how can we make it better? And then there was fucking anonymous Dick Smashers online. But now it's just... It's your face, and it's you, and you're coming to the event that everyone knows. If you're a dick, then people know it.
0: I, I think. I mean, I think it's fair to say that you, you get that in all communities. I just think this is because probably because 30k is actually a slightly smaller community that it's easier to know them. And you know, we we do have here. I mean, here in Sweden, we do have different groups of events that go on, uh, single events, you know, narrative events others um, that happen and you know you, you kind of find that you're running into the same people um so i think it's you know a little easier to know people in that way for sure um i mean one thing that i was sort of thinking about is when you are again as uh, i guess the phrase is community organizer is that i don't know if that's a thing or paragon of you know praetorian praetorian of heresy let's go with that one crazy I don't, I don't person say, uh, yeah, no, there's enough of those, and we've all got certificates for that. So, if uh, you're a Praetorian of Heresy, and you're you're you know you're setting you're setting something up, and it and it goes wrong, and you wanna or you wanna do something, how do you? I'm trying. I've got this thing in my head. I'm trying to get it across. How do you um, drive that within your community? How do you drive a change within your community if you want to make something happen? Be it a uh, You know, something new, or you know, address something. How do you drive change in your community?
7: That's a tricky question. mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. So you mean like, let's say it's getting out of hand. People are bringing magnets to some talis and stuff, and you want to. You you want you want to back to this regulating thing. So. Well, no, that's
0: yeah, but but let's just say the stuff is getting out of hand. It's losing the direction. It's going off in a different direction. Somewhere uh, that you you feel as as the as the Praetorian, you think this isn't where it really should be going. Uh, We're losing sight. How do you bring it
2: back? Uh, I think what I've done, like some, sometimes, <laughs> with, with the whole seventh, eighth, or eighth, eighth spill that no one wants to talk about now. But <laughs> but the thing I think, like obviously, sometimes if you don't like something, you will you will tell people that you don't like it. But. I think what you need to do is kind of lead by example. And even if you said something that you, you don't like, or if you're trying to calm down, let's say the meta is getting too wacky, then you lead by example by either imposing some sort of restrictions or or you, you yourself starts to create a sort of hype of a, a fluffy list,
6: for example. Yeah. Just bring bad shit and play <laughs> against them, and then they'll win against you a couple of times. And then they'll realize, yeah, but this isn't fun, so I'll just bring a nicer list. Then you'll still be playing your bad list against some other guy who wants to play, like, fluffy 30k. And that person is like, yeah, they're actually having a lot of fun. Maybe I shouldn't bring this harsh-ass list, and I'll join them. It's yeah, good because... to have uh,
4: awards also for not uh, winning the most, but uh, you know, having a cool list, maybe even having something for the one who loses most.
2: Yeah, <laughs> maybe just maybe some.
0: I'm just fondling my knights right now. <laughs> uh, that, that's, nice we, we don't want to do pity awards anymore. I mean, it's, you know. Aww. <laughs> well, it,
2: it, it only goes. It only goes to the same fucking persons all the time. So. Uh,
0: but no, I mean. So yeah, I mean, seriously, it's you, you, you. To change the direction of a of a, uh,
3: yeah. a,
0: a
4: community, yeah, uh, lead by example. Yeah, lead yeah, by lead by example. Example.
3: yeah, yeah I think
2: so.
4: like You, you can't force people to be like, no, you can't. If you if you ask people, no, you can't play this. From the, from now on, we're gonna ban we're gonna ban this. You can't play with with you know Alpha Legionists. Uh, you know, you can't play with them. You can't play with these. Hey. I think if you, I mean, yeah, 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 I mean, but if you if you would do that that way to try to regulate, I think people will just lose interest.
6: Yeah, be, lead to like a bad taste in your mouth. Like they they would start complaining silently, and then that would grow to scent. And yeah, you're, yeah, you just fucking lead by example and try and yeah. have fun. And uh,
2: I, I think there's there, well. there, there's two ways. Uh, I think you can do you can impose a little bit of restrictions, but yeah. what you need to do with that is you need to make that into something. So like. There must be a reason why you have the restrictions, because what I've noticed, because I I do fucked up things with my events, but <laughs> let's say let's say like Lincoln for this year, yeah, because because I know I, I was in the car park talking to you, Nicholas, when you were upset about not having the what do they call like the fucking the the dark reaping or whatever. No, what were you gonna run? The, the reaping,
6: raven. black reaping. Yeah, the
2: reaping. Yeah, the black mm. reaping. But you couldn't. But the thing is, it's okay in a way. The the thing that made you think it was okay it's because it's it was kind of narrative driven and it was focused on the raider and garrison it was like its own thing yeah so it wasn't there's a reason yeah it wasn't just me like oh no you can't have the fucking reaving because i think it's op or anything so we're taking that away it's just that no i can regulate it by creating something different that is fun Mm -hmm. and cool and still get people to paint towards that because it has it has some sort of meaning. It has a backstory, it has missions, it has fluff, and it has narrative. Yeah, And I think that's a way that you could get people passionate because then we talked like a couple of hours later, and then suddenly you were like, oh, I want to do this. Oh, this will be so cool and shit. You got all in ties because you got within the story of the whole reason why you didn't play the Reaving. Yeah. And then people know that
4: that's just one event. Like yeah. the next event, you will be able to bring it or, you know, yeah, it's, uh, then something else might not be allowed. But it everyone would be like no, Swedish meta does not allow uh, thousand
2: Suns anymore. No, 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 they're broken. <laughs> what, what I what I don't want to see, which I hated in 40k, is that fucking subjective weird comp. So it, it's oh. much more it's much more better to do, instead of doing a comp, just just make either your own missions, or make like your own kind of use the missions that are there, but just pick some of them. Or maybe just do like, oh well, you can only have one heavy support slot because you notice that, or one elite slot because you notice that everyone brings fucking quad motors. Well, then I'll I'll put put one elite slot. but I'm not restricting quad, quad motors. It's just that now quad motors has to compete with other cool stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So make it so. Make a, make a change. Make a reason for there yeah. to be a change, and make it. And then and, and then yeah, and then be fucking
2: positive in how you sell it. Yeah. So you, you can't just make a change, like, oh, well, fucking Iron, Iron Warriors, they can't have court motors you know, because they... fuck you, Because fuck you, that ain't yeah, going to yeah. happen. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I'm, I'm, Sorry. Or I'm, I'm fucking tired of these shield captains, I fucking hate them. Well, okay, well, make a reason why they shouldn't be any shield captains. So, like, yeah. well, like we are in our story. Well, during that part of the phase in Centurion, well... Everyone knows that in Centurion, fucking Custodes are badass as fuck, like in Soma So we have, like Chris has written in, into the story and said, well, in this story, the Custodes are arriving with like an emissary of the Emperor later on in the story. So we're not banning it for the event series. It's just that as part of, we have actually a proper background story, sort of like a Game Master story, that yeah. they are not on the planet right now. And same with, you can't have Ferris because he's just died.
0: you know (laughs) he literally lost his head
2: so (laughs) it's not that we're comping anything it's just that it's part of the fucking story and that it it makes sense so we're not out to like oh fuck I hate Mr. fucking Anders Anderson because he always brings his fucking shield captain so I'm not gonna fuck down on him no but we do like a a proper kind of narrative story and it makes sense and then well you can't have those kind of units there and there and you know that doesn't work and, and so on and you sell the whole story and, and also you do it lead by example, be fucking positive in, in the reasoning behind why you're doing this. Be positive, make it into something cool and sell it and then build your own army and show them like, well, uh, this is like a typical thematic army for raiders, for
3: example.
7: I agree. I mean, I can't really speak for events, but if I had someone like this at my club, and I knew that sitting down and having a talk with them would not work out well for anyone, they'd feel I don't know, threatened, or like like I'm trying to limit their fun, and I I would just get angry, then I would suggest maybe some of the more thematic campaigns. Like Freddy said, like the Raider detachment, or the Conquest system, something that directly encourages a thematic gaming over power gaming. Like, Okay, let's try an Istvan five campaign or Istvan 3 campaign. Oh wanna bring a Custodas. Oh, that's gonna be hard because custodas weren't around for Istvan five. We can just try something different. And <laughs> yeah. if it turns out that they're like, No, I demand to play my like super top heavy custodas list for these reasons <laughs> try either doing <laughs> either try like doing a soft start like a slow grow or something or try to pitch the reason why because regardless of what i've played if you sit down and talk to someone and say listen this is the reason why nobody wants to play you it's not cuz we <laughs> don't like you as a person it's because every time we play you bring custodies or like yeah. you bring magnus and sekmet <laughs> at,
2: at my house
7: and you if use you a my, Python.
2: you come to yeah. my house you fucking <laughs> yeah come to
4: yeah but, yeah, but hopefully but, that yeah. won't happen in like a like a small but, uh, gaming club either. But, I but oh, because in a small people.
7: gaming club it would be a genuine issue. Because if there're like yeah. ten people within 28 square mile, which is 280 square kilometers, then that would be a genuine problem. Because personal clashes can be a thing. Yeah, uh, okay. Speaking from other connections, the more people you have in a group, sooner or later you're gonna get an asshole. Like yeah. some people like steal magic cards or like uh, treats people's models carelessly or is just a dick. Like oh, you yeah. paid to this? Yeah, why? I thought your two-year-old did. I mean, <laughs> probably not. But the odds do increase. Yeah. And this Stop is stealing
2: my thing. pickup lines now. <laughs> uh,
7: that, that's a great. It still hasn't great way worked yet, way, Freddy. Like you might as well let it
0: go.
6: <laughs> that's a great way of steering uh, people like on the right track to have an event. That's focused on something like that, you want people to play like uh, Centurion. That oh, we can actually have fun without tanks, and it's a really fun game if we like have fun with infantry. And then people start playing that thing, and like they have more fun than playing Armored Breakthrough and smashing people's faces, like me and Freddy. <laughs>
0: Because that's, that's the next event after that, though. <laughs> we we're yeah,
6: already well, then, at that one. <laughs> well, then people are on a level, though. They, they know what they're facing.
4: <laughs> yeah. But, guys, I have a question uh, about, like, new people getting in. Because I know there is this, this question about the elitism of 30K. Uh, and I think it's a trade-off because I know some people are, like, concerned. Well, okay, uh, everything should be painted. And I see all these really well-painted armies. And I'm not sure if I can... Produce something like that. Uh, wh- what do you mean, like th- three color minimum? Mm. Um, so, what do you guys think about that? Do you think that is keeping people out? Do they, that people are like, I-, I would like to join, but these guys. I mean, their armies look so good, and they- they're so into it. And
6: I personally, I could... personally, I'm always open to help people with just asking me how how did I paint my stuff and how does an airbrush work. I will yeah. just sit there at the club and just tell them and try and help them as much as, as much as I can.
0: Or you could point them towards a friendly local commission painter, just saying. <laughs> uh, but that that would be or, me, or, but, you
2: know, or hint to like a, a, a nice uh, course that's about to happen, you know, oh yeah, yeah, in the near future. Yeah, because I mean, like, I... go on, yeah. man. no, yes, but I, I I think like that that the reason why we put in the uh, most thematic uh, loyalist most thematic uh, um, traitor award in our event series is just that. We know that there's it always been best painted Best painter has been basically in every fucking tournament, whatever game you're playing. Be, be it Infinity, be it fucking Flames of War, be it be it you know 40k. Yeah. Best painted and, and those guys like 80% of the guys rocking up could could probably not compete with the guys that are winning. You know, Kim, Kim. <laughs> no, but but people are doing so many cool things that are so also part of the hobby uh, which is like how they build their lists like it's a thematic conversions all kinds of stuff that that maybe they're not the best painters but they they put in like a cool effort so hence why we have that award because we just want to encourage people doing hobby part mm-hmm. you don't have to be the fucking best painter you just have to do cool hobby things yeah and 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 i think that the whole stigma about, you know, shit, you have to be a fucking awesome... Gold. You have to have, like, a slayer sword at home, three <laughs> golden demons, and whatnot, if you want to even attend the heresy event. <laughs> that That is not true, because all you need to do is... Well, basically, the normal rules for any fucking wargaming tournament I've ever been to, regardless of system, is that you bring painted shit. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think and,
4: that's something we should not, like... Back away, from,
7: no, back, back away from we should no back away from right. no i mean no i had a situation before we had like this open day and someone asked me like hi i want to come play 30k with you i've never played 30k before but my stuff is not painted and what is painted is not painted well And i'm like what do you mean not painted well all of it isn't fi- finished and i thought back to the first time i played again with freddy and i was the same because i was like I've base painted most of it and I've done like almost all of it and Freddy asked me well how much is not painted, I'm like well I haven't done decals, details, some eye lenses like well bring it up. So I thought about this new person, let's just call him Alfred, I was like okay so the option is either we let Alfred participate and I can play him like no problem, it won't break my immersion or we have a person who won't get into the hobby because I remember playing the first time there was such an eye opener, I went there I'm like shit I want to improve as a painter i really want to get better so i asked people like took notes and shit which looked wacky but still i did that um and i invited him in and this time it turned out that alfred who was playing he hadn't finished anything like a lot of the stuff wasn't even assembled
3: <laughs> and <laughs> okay. he
7: had some stuff like which i think was a contempter, which only had one arm and i'm like what's the other arm and I wasn't even there. He's like, it's the last cannon. And the next game, no, it's an outer cannon. And he couldn't really remember. So it's a thin line. Yeah. Sooner or later, you have the shoes. You want to bring people in on equal terms or not. I say, bring it and try to paint it. Because we've all been there at the same time. We have like this beautiful model, forge World resin. We hold it in our hands. We're cradling it like, I want to fuck this up with my subpar painting skills. But you can always <laughs> strip. Like the Age of Darkness says, you can always strip it.
3: Yeah, yeah. 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 I you think,
7: always uh, improve as a painter as long as you ask people and you think like that's badass, I want to try doing that.
0: I think yeah, and a,
4: if it's a
7: Yeah, sorry.
0: No, go on, man. Go go for it. I'll, I'll jump in I like mean you. if
4: it's like a if it's like a one one time thing, if it's like, oh you want to try it out? Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, you can do that. But if, if it's then oh you've been here three times and mm-hmm. yeah, I haven't you still don't have an arm on that concept what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alfred I, mean, I think
3: I think, yeah,
0: but... it's, I think it's it's really i mean yeah I, I i mean i've had conversations with people about uh who are like well i want to get into it but it seems pretty you know elitist and there's this whole reputation going around it's like well at the end of the day you know as a player as a person do you want to play with unpainted models most yeah. likely answer is no you want to paint them but great go and paint them you know get paint on them try and put three colors on there because it shows them as being you know a bit more different than just one color it, it'll add to your game as much as anything but i very much agree with the um i mean we used to play uh, i used to play uh inline hockey and ice hockey years ago and we always used to have a thing that you know you got to come down for the first session was free The second session you had to bring your own skates if you didn't have them because we did have stuff to borrow and by the third session you should be picking up your own gear um so there was sort of showing a a progression in what you were doing and i think if you say to people yep come along you know get get started get playing start doing stuff then you know progress what you're doing then i think you're going to be golden because you will uh, like you said christopher you you're in that position of are you going to push someone away from the hobby and that's the last thing as you know Praetorians that we want to do is to push people away um, and I think the other thing is if people are afraid about um, hobbying and and things that might not be so great just like Nicholas said why not either do it your, if you can do it yourself or, or get in touch with people who can run a hobby day um, you know get people to come along and, and paint and make it part of what your club does i mean it's not all about gaming you know get people to come down and paint and you know help them learn how to paint eye lenses or do blending or you know basing or whatever because that's a way that you're benefiting your your community and you're getting something done you can you can even reach out to you know uh, event organizers who do i mean. You know we did this last year we put together a course and the, the one of the driving reasons was i sure as hell wanted to get better at painting but it was going to be good for what what who we are as a community and that had a big impact and that's gone out and sort of bled out and now we we're doing it again this year be that pro you know be that force for change and, and see what you can do either do it yourself get somebody in um yeah but i think it's i think we've got to be careful about that elitist tag because it does float around and i think it's just you know it's not there's nothing wrong Uh, with wanting something uh, painted
6: i I, I said this before like we're elitist that we have very high standards in the 30k or kind of high standards in 30k community but i think we're very open like christopher said that you can use post like any question on, on 30k Sweden Facebook group and people are very happy to help you and people are very open to to try and like raise your level like people mm-hmm. want to include you it's not like we're, yeah, we're better than you so fuck off it's like, no one's gonna write like that
7: that looks ugly as shit no. as sh- as like as an example I just sent a picture in the Facebook chat which is not great this, this is literally the first alpha digital model I ever did and which- it looks horrendous it doesn't I mean, look that
0: bad, man. It's pretty, you know, it's I mean, a mouthful legion, dude. You can tell that. for well, thanks.
7: And this is, I bought Tamiya paints and I used ordinary airbrush thinner where it's water-based. So you get like this really patchy thing. And I posted <laughs> oh this God. in Swedish 30K. And I literally have a blog <laughs> where I have posts saying what you should not do. And to me, no, to me that helped develop as a painter at least get slightly better because I go back and look at this now and I literally think okay I should have done this this and this and I posted the Swedish 30k back in the day and people were very supportive they looked at it and they said like okay I would suggest you try this no one went in because I also had like a project blog on Swedish Svenska 40k and on Svenska 40k someone went in and wrote you should probably stop painting like for a while <laughs> 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 fuck that guy hang on was that and you on Swedish yeah. <laughs> <Sweden. Sweden. laughs> Like, I would suggest you do this and I'm like oh I don't know how to do that and like well here's a YouTube guide and I was mm-hmm. like well I, I don't think I want to change how it is and I'm like okay well then I can't help you mm-hmm. because if you want to become a better painter look at other things I think this one I want to do for me oh. <laughs> having a blog on how I shouldn't do stuff works but everybody different <laughs> Little, I like, like your approach action.
5: man I like your approach
7: thanks uh, plug. it's called I count paint 40k
5: <laughs> but, but I
2: think that one of the important things with letting people rock up with their unpainted miniatures and, and and do like a trial game is that when they rock up and they play against your amazingly painted army and shit I don't know for other people but I get fucking motivated by by seeing other painted shit Mm-hmm. And that, that gets me motivated to paint my own shit, because Definitely. next time you want to rock up with something that is that is painted, because you want to you want to immerse yourself in, into the shit. So,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: I think that there's one other thing that again, as and uh, th- this is maybe a bit more of an ask at the starting point of a community, but it's possible, especially if you you're sort of setting something up and you maybe you've been in the game for a while. And you've just decided, maybe you've moved to an area Or you've decided, right, that's it, I'm going to do something in my area But having two Painted armies That can play against each other That you can go to someone Okay, well, if you haven't got stuff painted But you're not sure, come down, you can borrow an army And Mm. we can play a game And you can see see, And it's, you know It's probably a, a sort of backdoor stealthy way Of going, hey, this is what it's like to play with fully painted stuff yeah but
4: first one is free
0: yeah but, <laughs> isn't that the case but uh-huh. that's that's kind of what i'm trying to get at is that it's just showing someone look it's okay there's nothing wrong you know this is a good thing to have this so you can do that but next time you come down maybe you you can put some effort into getting some of your you know put some time into seeing if you can get stuff done if you can't hmm. you're still welcome to come down maybe you can borrow the army again or you bring your army and then you can see what you want to go towards
2: Mm. yeah or, or instead of playing we can just have a painting session you know? yeah,
0: yeah exactly mm-hmm. so just you know make use of that time
2: the, the, the hobby is like where everyone keeps talking about gaming army lists and so on like i i don't know you guys probably are different but for me that that is like 30 30 of the hobby
0: yeah yeah and about one percent of that is winning as far as i'm concerned
2: <laughs> <laughs> or or nil percent of you Talk to our fellow co-hosts.
3: <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> yeah, well, they got, somebody's got to bring the average down.
3: <laughs> I love you guys. Nick, does he want to go make
4: a, your own, our own podcast? <laughs>
3: we'll have a black cat.
0: Damn it! You got there before I did with that line.
7: <laughs> yeah, I always get there faster than anyone else with hookers. Wait. Right. That's wrong. But,
2: but... If we take, like, any of the threads Like, for example A good example is the Adepticon thread Which, because I'm going to Adepticon, I'm frequently You are? uh, Yeah, I am Uh, And uh, you can see that There is basically 10% About the events and rules and games And 90% hobby progression So So you can see, like the the main focus of this hobby is that like we're in it because we we not just love to play a game we love to hobby we love to model we love to convert we love to write missions we love to do narrative shit like we we all have our own quirks
6: it's it's like
2: yeah. I don't know
6: so when whenever we talk to the other podcasters uh, when we're chatting with them everyone's just posting like progression pics and like models that the build I don't think I've ever seen anyone post like yeah here's my fucking dick smash list ever
3: no, well got, there's, well, there's list,
0: li-
4: they post lists sometimes but it's not
6: yeah, it was like here's my
7: cool fluffy themey
6: narrative shit goes, army yeah.
7: all yeah. i'm hearing you say is there is no school on the podcast that's all i'm hearing <gasps> <Are> you inspired <gasps> sure?
0: <I>, yeah <laughs> Dude, we've got part of Skåne in, in this yeah, podcast. Jody is in Skåne. I'm in Skåne.
7: He's but... in Skåne, but Skåne is not yet in his heart,
0: <laughs> and it never shall be.
7: Uh-huh. So say if we all.
0: <laughs> and it never shall be.
7: Uh, we
2: want to understand your Swedish soon enough.
7: So don't worry. I, won't, I
0: don't understand Swedish enough as it is, so it's it's great. <laughs> no,
7: anyway. but I agree. I remember I remember the Scandish chat. It was the same thing. People were like. Hi, I want to play this list. Is this too much? That's like the extent of it. Others like, check out this knight I'm working on. Others were like really supportive. Yeah. It was really cool.
2: Even the people that brought the big, big fucking toys, they're like, oh, look, I'm painting this and he got all... Like, it, the psych wasn't how badass the the Titan, Knight, Falshin, Glaive, whatever, was going to be on the table. The psych was about like how cool and how fucking happy people were that they got it painted. Oh, yeah oh yeah
7: so that's pretty cool I like
3: that
7: yep. I, I actually oh, I had a say. problem because I showed up with two knights but somehow I left with ten knights <laughs> eight of who were fairly well painted you're
5: welcome <laughs> <I don't, laughs> thank
7: you I don't know if I mentioned it when I got home with them <laughs> My wife looked at him, and I thought she was gonna flip the shit like and f- think I bought it. No, she looked at him and said very coolly, "Oh, good. Now you can get rid of all that other stuff you have that looks worse."
3: <laughs> Ouch! Ouch! They usually <laughs> come back it's like. They usually
2: come back and it's like, "All Hunt, right, hon, I'll start with you." But, <laughs> oh! This man. is why I'm hopping in the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're an exile
0: the prince in exile yeah, exactly the princess the you... room, it just happens to be in the laundry
7: yeah but she's not wrong I mean they are amazing models
0: <laughs> thank you um, but that's I mean we've, we've really covered a lot here I mean is there any sort of other areas that you guys wanted to uh, sort of really sort of crack on and, and sort of bring up at this point?
4: Pod, podcasts? Podcasts yeah. are good? Oh, They're yeah. Fun. That's that's why I started with 30k, because a friend was like, Oh have you listened to this uh, I Have horse podcast? It's like a bunch of crazy Australians just swearing and uh, <laughs> talking about animal attacks, and occasionally about 30k. They also talk about Bigfoot, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll listen to that. Uh, and then slowly, you know, uh, the interest for 30k came out. So, so getting friends who seem a bit interested, uh, get them to listen to a podcast,
6: Yeah, that's a great fucking way of staying, hashtag staying hard for heresy, like if you don't have a community and you're just sitting alone and hobbying and then like, think, oh there's no one else playing this like this is just my own thing, but then you're listening to podcasts and it makes you feel like there's someone else there that (laughs) plays the game with you Yeah So, just like, keeping motivated while not having someone else to talk about it
7: with No, that's true Also while I was on the fence of starting with 30K, I mean, it's the same thing. Everybody's like, oh, I thought it's going to cost me a lot of money. It's going to be super expensive. So I literally wrote into Google as I was working in my apartment. I was like, is starting 30K expensive? Should I start? And the first thing I got was Age of Darkness, how to do hobby on a budget. Unlike. <laughs> <And> yeah. <laughs> so there is like help out there because it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to take up all of your time. Yes. Get a friend, share a calf box or a calf box and a prospera box. Get some decals and get like a fat man, and you're ready to go.
4: Mm. Yeah. Do you, like Johan y- buy one ticket for a raffle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ready to that's go. It's pretty, pretty cheap way of getting into
7: it. Yeah, but have you seen what that badass is working on right now?
4: Ah, uh, his death guard. Yeah. It's gonna be uh, yeah. He, he got in hard.
7: <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be. Damn, that is admirable. <laughs>
2: Well, there. So a rumor says that it may or may not have a couple of titans as well. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. <coughs> I, I don't,
5: know. It's I don't
2: right, know. If I'm gonna play 30k, I might as well fucking blow all my salaries in the next three months <laughs> on 30k. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why do it half-assed? Go yeah. big or go home.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Second morgue on the house. So,
7: I wish I could say something, but I am going to start up my third Legion soon. I already have two Legion armies, so
5: I don't know why.
0: New year, new Good army. Yeah. Oh, God, no, i still got 6,000 points to paint. I'm not, no, no. God, I keep what? buying stuff for my Iron Warriors, damn it.
2: Uh, you mean your pri- pride list?
0: No, no, it's, it's, it's a super pride list now. It's a pride <laughs> list within a pride list within a pride list. <laughs> it's like meta-pride.
4: Oh, it's <laughs> the that entire first right. company,
0: <laughs> <laughs> led by Pertorabo, to say yeah.
4: with seven of those robots.
0: <laughs> no six. I don't, I don't yeah. like to go full retard. Never go full <laughs> retard.
7: There's actually one thing that Jody mentioned that I think might be good to mention if I can go on like a tangent here, Jody. It's okay. Keep, keep rambling, mean... mate. <laughs> there's this perception that there's like an elitist part of 30k because one of the guys who came to watch said, we were talking like armor marks, and it's like, well, I like to mix armor, and I, sometimes you, like, mark seven backpacks or, like, leg shins, and I'm like, okay, do you have a reason for it? And he had this very well-formulated reason why he wants to do it. And he, like, looked at me, and he's like, is this a problem? I'm like, no. Why would it be? You've got a thought-out story, and you're always going to put effort into it. I think that sounds cool as all hell. And... I mean I read when I go to the internet I always read the story about people yelling at one another oh you have mars pattern rhinos or how dare you that bevel was never there doing the translation that is obviously a post 31 this is a thundering army I've never <laughs> seen that like literally I must have played like 12 or 15 games of heresy against people I've never known and I've never encountered that I've yeah. seen people go like oh do you do this yourself yeah mix this and this oh that's cool yeah that is cool
0: I need to yell louder then if that's the case. You're obviously <laughs> not hearing me properly. But I haven't
2: seen. Obviously, that rivet was fucking uh, post heresy. I can see that, you know, the, the roundness of its angle.
7: <laughs> Do you know that rivet is not slang for genitalia, right?
0: Yeah.
7: <laughs> this has been communicated.
0: Okay. Well, okay then. <laughs> um that's good to know <laughs> no i mean i think you actually you, what you what you mentioned across was something that's really important to to remember is that um uh, one part about the the game itself is that it is effectively a historical war game and it's it, there is that degree of passion to it as well and i think it's important when you when you sort of when you're as a as a as a praetorian as someone who's trying to lead a community is being aware of that and being aware of how that can impact on people, like you say. I mean, if somebody wants to come and play a game and they've got, you know, Mark 7, I don't know, Mark 7 Dark Angels or whatever, which are, and they're obviously models from 40k. If it's not, there is a, that does have an impact on the game. It yeah, is true, and I think it's important that you, that that's something that's communicated clearly, and that's not, you know, sling your hook, you can't come and play it's okay do you get why you know how this what this game is about if you do great okay why in particular have you got this army what why is why have you gone for this look because i think it looks cool okay that's a fair choice do you get that this is a effectively a historical war game there is this angle to it you know it can and and will impact on other people around you and making people aware and I know it, this is this is already, already sounding like I'm reinforcing that stereotypical elite thing, but that's what the game is. It is a historical war game. That is yeah, what yeah. it does. Um, so I think it's just something that you have to be aware of and make people aware of um, to a point.
4: I've seen I've seen a couple of poor guys trying to post on like 30k Sweden. Oh, I, I wanted to use these uh, Thunderwolf cavalry as like bikes. What do you guys think? <laughs>
0: you just brace for that one you brace for that one (laughs) and that 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 just that that does that i mean that might reinforce the negative stereotype of elitism but it's because this game is a particular type of game and it is important for to people to have that recognized because that's what they are playing it for i know that's what i'm playing it for i like to see those uh, you know well well thought out armies and if it's like you say if it's an army that's been well thought out and there's something behind it great if it's just because i do have an issue with it and it's because i i put that effort into my army and i would like to see it on the reciprocated on the tabletop um well yeah. i the think also you
6: know, there's like a make-believe historical war game. you can always make up a story for oh yeah your decision
0: yeah but just well, that, something that, behind that, it that, is more the what i'm what i'm trying to get to well, well, I, agree.
2: I, I know that but that's the reason unlike let's say world war ii that that we'll see like oh well you can't have a fucking king tiger because now we're playing poland 1939 <laughs> Yeah. It, it it is the, the good thing about Fort well they realized a little bit that well you know we have this issue with people want to use mark 7 parts and they want to do s- certain things and maybe sometimes it will stretch the limits and that's why they invented black shields yeah yeah you know? true
3: true
2: and also yeah. also heresy armor we don't really know exactly how it looks like 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 if if you look at some of uh, well spoilers master of mankind that when they hold up that helmet from the world eater The description of that is literally a Mark VII fucking helmet, but Mm. we all know. And if you look at Karnas' helmet, well, that's kind of like a Mark VII, but you know, with. But it's from a different forge world, so you could use Mark VII helmets on, let's say, you know, Mark. IV, Mark Mark four, but you have a story behind like, oh, well, this comes from the specific forge world, and that that's and in in the end, this helmet became like the helmet that they used for mark seven because of this and that yeah. Or like a shoulder guard or whatever and there's always ways ways around it or it, it's just like oh well that's that's the how it ends up after a, a simple ton like a layman repairs a fucking helmet they need to put all these bits together and it becomes mark seven because well in all 40k the technology was worse apparently now it's better so I don't know <laughs> so, it, it <laughs> leveled
0: up somebody came back from the dead and you know it all leveled up uh.
7: well no I like I think I agree with Yodi completely maybe I express myself poorly but as long as you have like a reason for it like a raison d'être like this is why I'm wearing Mark Seven, or like this is why I've mixed Mark III helmets on Mark IV armor You do black shields I mean that's what they're for It's perfect And also just reason for it If somebody converts something That's obviously in time with alignment And they do a badass job of it I'm not going to say you can't play me But like you said It's important also to keep within the confines of the heresy Because if you bring in like Necron steeds For I don't know Wolfen or something (laughs) I'm going to be like no No that no Yeah, No no
0: no mister No (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, that
7: makes me I wonder why nobody used like the Wolfen. If I mean maybe you don't like models why nobody used them at black shield chimeras if you just get rid of some of the wolfy stuff you should be able to the use jeans. pretty decently <laughs> get rid of the jeans well that is a really good point
2: <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about the jeans are like the best part of the model
6: <laughs> yeah I bet you, you put them on your uh, emperors children all <laughs> Well, they—they're not jeans. The jeans, they're jeans—they're not fucking
2: you know fucking leather eighties glam rock pants, are they?
0: Yeah, but you were going—I oh. thought you were going. Oh no, that's the Night Lords. You put them on because you go for that Lost Boys, it's like washed out <laughs> stone jean vampire look. Yeah. Yeah.
7: You do realize that now that we've mentioned it, it's since obviously happen. the heavy—yeah—the heavy black library author is going to hear this, and there's going to be like a scene where like I don't know. Eidolon calls up a nameless Praetor and is like, deploy the tactical stripper pants. And they pull off the greaves of their armors and just throw it off. <laughs> and then the children are like, we will do this. Praetor Mike, magic. Atan. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: Best
7: it's just edit. like, male buff slanish demons, With, just to uh, make sure everybody's included.
0: And, you know. Yes.
3: Oh,
7: Can you I imagine the, the Imperial Fist? <laughs> They're like, we can't, we can't, call for backup because nobody's going to believe us Dorne is going to bitch and slap us that that that
0: perfect that perfect was Imperial Guard versus I think it was Night Lord's meme it's like their precision is amazing their footsteps and they just blow their own brains out it'd be like no I can't take the chaps (laughs) done
5: (laughs) signing off (laughs) Uh, Call in
7: an advanced artillery strike on what? On the stripping emperor's children? Oh come on, dude! Stop filling the Vox channel with crap and blocking it. No, you fools! No!
5: <laughs> oh genius! Yeah. Absolute genius! Well, if that doesn't,
0: if that doesn't, you know, bring people into heresy, I don't know what would. Yeah. Emperor's children, <laughs> arseless chaps, and uh, night lords in stone jeans. I think that's that's beautiful. Uh, everything, anybody everything that's
2: points? good in
0: heresy this is true has anybody got any any other points they wanted to bring up uh,
6: no
7: I think no. we covered most of it
0: join the heresy guy. No, no ah, Batman's back uh,
7: <laughs> so, no that wasn't me this time oh that wasn't oh, oh okay Samus <laughs> <laughs> is here
3: Samus oh, okay. will gnaw on your
7: bones
0: Oh, fantastic. Samus, we've been, waiting we've been wanting to Skype you in for ages. Now we can have an interview. Brilliant.
7: Um, okay, Samus is here. Everybody bring up your strength 4 AP5 guns.
2: Everybody
0: pull out a dagger, it seems to work.
2: Yeah, why, why, why do
0: you suck? Yeah. Why, why, do you, yeah, why do you never last a single engagement, Samus? What happens? Yeah, 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 yeah.
7: Ain't no invulnerable save going to help him against that.
0: <laughs> D- um, diving ultramarines man what are you going to do
7: <sighs> it's the way it is if... <laughs> before we round off can I make a small shout out for our club
0: oh yeah. I think you can definitely do that because we're about, I was about, to start, about to start bringing this to a point so go for it man shout out your club
7: if you are in Stockholm or like in Old Town or anywhere close by and you just want to play games of 30k or role playing game or card games or whatever check out SLG Gaming on Facebook there's also a web page it's at Cafe Docs in Gamla Stom. you can have a nice coffee, the carrot cake is great, and just come on in, in the back, and we'll play games and just hang out. Dude, you are a even... carrot cake. Yeah, they're even building, uh, <laughs> as a former Mordheim player, I'm just super happy, they're building a Mordheim table out of blue foam, and they're making, like, levels, and a dried-up moat, and a central keep, and they're making warpstone counters, so... Oh. So you have to play some
0: Mortalis it... in that, basically. I might. It, it, if only the old world still existed, you know, I would have joined you. It does, in everywhere apart from Warhammer Fantasy, apparently. But let's not go down that route. Uh, well, we'll make sure that we put a, a link to uh, Christopher's uh, Club and uh, all the information in our show notes. Uh, gentlemen of the Don't Lose Your Head podcast, do you want to put some shout-outs?
6: For, for ourselves?
0: Yes, mainly for <laughs> yourselves.
6: I mean you already mentioned it's like
0: I know but I'm just fans. giving you a chance See, maybe you've thought of something between now
6: and
0: then I don't
6: know uh, yeah I just want to shout out does has an podcast. event yeah I have an event well d- duh uh, talking about the going to other places uh, you have an event Denmark. anymore went to Denmark and uh, played an event there and I was like yeah this is really cool I might steal your ideas and I was like yeah well, you don't have to steal them I can come to your club and fucking host it for you so, uh, Eric, the Dane, is coming to Cuevde to host this real-time event. Uh, shit, what's the date?
2: 10th of March. Yeah, exactly. It is it's soon. 10th of March. It's, like, it's the weekend before Adepticon. Yeah.
6: It's yeah. Like, uh, so you have plenty
4: it. of time, Freddy.
2: <laughs> well, guess what the weekend, weekend after-fucking Adepticon is? GothCon as well. <laughs> Do you want me to no longer have children and wife? <laughs> um, don't, don't you want that I might English
0: be going I'm, I'm planning on going so. well and what? you are awesome. in the situation yeah well I've been in that com- situation <laughs> are you coming Jody it's the plan the plan is uh, it all depends on, on on the the titan factory at the moment which is awesome currently cranking out a warlord and a reaver and more reavers and warhounds and shit so yeah
7: maybe just maybe because I'm drinking but I thought that you meant your pants when you said the Titan Factory. Hey,
0: baby! You know it, it, that—that's that, 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 my Titan weapon. That's that's the D weapon right there.
7: That's the pickup line you guys can use now. I'm, yeah. that, that, that's up for grabs.
0: Uh, I'm, to- I'm totally oh, using that. that. <laughs> I'm single and therefore can. Um, I don't know yes. about anybody else in this podcast, but I can. So I shall. I should well, walk if you want out with my D single, weapon now. You can use it as well. Yeah. <laughs> this is true uh so you've sh- got you've got your event coming up on the 10th of march uh, again we're gonna shout that out in our wrap-up and we'll put a link to it in our show notes as well Freddie, we got any shout outs we want to we want to put out while well, we've got everybody here before we do our wrap-up anything we really should be shouting out
2: no just uh keep building your community and i think the most important thing is that everyone has mentioned at least two or three times is that if you if you feel that you hit a wall or something, just ask someone. Just, like, just fucking post it. Just ask someone, put it on Messenger, put it on Facebook, put it on social media, any of all kinds. Just ask someone, like, I have this idea. What do you think? What could make it better? How do I get mates?
0: Hell, yeah. drop us an email. Drop us drop us yeah. a message on Facebook. Drop the guys that don't lose your head. RFI, Age of Darkness, IF Horace, wherever you might be, um, you know. Edge of Empires, Legion of Lies, Geno 5-2, the list goes on. Um, you know... Craig's List. Yeah. yeah.
4: Dudes looking for Dark dudes. Web.
0: Dark Web, you know... Dark Web. Out, out, outside, outside of a, a school playground, I don't know, wherever you might yeah. find men lurking around. You know, um, por-
2: por- Pornhub, uh, fucking Fulgrim Cosplay, uh, Tentactyl Porn, also might be a, a thing, I don't
0: know. I wouldn't have any idea how you read my search history but okay uh, other than i think that if that's the case guys we've had a really good chat this is i mean this is something that, that we can always talk about and there will always be something that needs to be talked about because building a community is so uh so important for for the hobby and it's not something that's ever going to go away and if you are listening to this uh, when we drop the episode or if you listen to this six months down the line when you're catching up in your backlog of awesome heresy podcasts get in touch if you need help or you know maybe we're having that conversation again or something you know sparked a new conversation but uh, always always keep looking to build your community so without further ado we're going to head on out to a song uh, which will be some random bunch of noise chosen by either one of our guests uh, either one of our guests or
3: ooh. the editor
0: or possibly the editor are you sure about how this? he's feeling <laughs> oh don't trust me dude you should you should oh, yeah. hear the back catalog we've ooh, got to play ooh,
7: through ooh. can i choose one I've you never you done can,
0: this. but we're going to save yes. it until we're off the air, so it's a surprise. <laughs> so, without further ado, we'll be right back with our wrap up. And remember, kids: Fulgrim gives head, and Fulgrim takes head. Don't
4: just <laughs> your
3: head.
5: none shall yield so who shall stand victorious choose your side and cast your die join us for the taking of ferrix act 1 hubris the taking of ferrix is a narrative driven 30k event track coinciding with the 2018 flying monkeys gt in wichita, kansas players will face off in a loyalist versus traitor narrative as the warring sides attempt to secure a foothold in the Firix system. The event will span five rounds over two days. Zone Mortalis tables will be available both days for any players who wish to test their mettle in smaller scale skirmishes. For more information, please go to FlyingMonkeyCon.com or search us on Facebook at Firix30k.
0: And we're back. And I would like to again say thanks to Christopher Mottan and Nicholas for coming on and talking about community building. It's it's going to be one of the best things that you can do for the Heresy. Uh, stand up, be a Praetorian, and get out there and build the Heresy in your area. Uh, if you want any tips or any sort of uh, any information about what we talked about in the main episode, obviously drop us a message here at the Veranci Heresy at gmail.com or you get through the facebook page you can also reach out to the boys at don't lose your head uh, and i know that christopher is also very active on 30k sweden for example so you can always get in touch with all of us as you need them uh, as you need us sorry um and just drop us the questions you have and we'll see what we can do to help um so yeah that was that was a lot of fun i thought freddie it was uh nice, yep. to, nice to hear how people sort of got out there and did their thing that's
2: awesome. And also good to see that uh, Chris Christopher is actually going out there and doing it right now.
0: Yeah, it is. It's really nice to see that uh, that out, out and about there. It makes things uh, very awesome for for us to see new little, new little communities building up. And, you know, like we said, you never know who you're going to run across at an event and where they might be from. So, uh, you know, when you do... Just give him a shout, and uh, you, know, you can hook up and get some but He's very awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's uh, be the wrap-up. It's time to start talking about events. And, uh, you know, as always, first shout-out goes to our Varanjin Heresy event series, which is uh, taking part throughout the year. Uh, our first event is at Lincoln, which is... Uh, Lincoln. Coming up in, I think we get estimated it roughly seventy odd days.
1: Well, it was seventy three days yesterday.
0: So. Okay, so seventy two days as of today. Seventy one days if you count from when you fall asleep in the morning. Um, so about so, to
1: sixty when this episode is released.
0: About that, roughly. Um, so that will be our first, and that's a fifteen hundred points Centurion event, which is going to rock socks. And, and it's called The Assault of the Morian.
3: Yeah.
0: See, I remember this shit. <laughs> and that is
1: also what the event is called on Facebook. And if you would like to attend, please just click that you're attending. So we have a rough estimate on how many that's showing up. That would yep.
0: be very, very helpful. Yeah.
2: So, And also you you'll find out when they fucking release the tickets uh, from the link on the homepage. Yeah. Thingy.
1: And it also makes it easier for us to put out, put out the information to those that are attending, like... Uh, when your lists are supposed to be handed in
0: and stuff like that. Yeah, which is which is why we love Facebook because it brings everybody together, keeps it all in one place, and it saves on hosting fees when it comes to uh, websites <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> but that's also a reminder, though, that uh, if you want to know what other events we're doing throughout the year for the Grange, uh, the Virgin Heresy event series, uh, go along to our Facebook page, click on the on the uh, link for events our event section, and in there you'll have a list of the events, uh, their dates, and all the rough information that is there for them. So that is uh, the assault on Amorion, and then we've got oh, the Fields of Megara of, that field of
1: Megara of Then we've that got is, there. Uh, First, put on the, uh, the Fields of Megara got the uh, tank event, and yes. uh, it would be a good idea to go to our Facebook page, go to the Stick It post, and uh, check out the rules for a tank event. They will be updated during the days to come, which means that when you're hearing this, they probably have been updated. There's a lot already. of wibbly, wobbly timey, wimey yeah. going on right now, but isn't it, uh, it would be good to read those tank rules and see if you're interested in that or if you're not interested in that. But there will be quite a lot of fun. It's in the beginning of June. And, uh, yeah, what more can we say? Thanks. Thanks. And more information to come. More information to come.
0: It's That's a doubles event, which is also important. So if you fancy coming uh, you know, heresy with a, with some dudes, come, come on over and uh, it's going to be a laugh. We've got the Hobby Camp, which is showing up on the 8th of August. We are working on our event for September. We need to finalize that. That's all on my good self. And then we have the big one, the Siege of Byzantia, uh, that is uh, also known as Scandus, uh, just out of habit now because we've been doing it for a couple of years. Uh, but that's the 6th of October.
1: Well, I think we said that. Oh, the, the event itself is called Scandus. The event this year is City Vicentia.
0: What Chris said. Uh, this is why he's, <laughs> he's here to keep us on the straight and
1: sometimes narrow. Um, yeah, and see, I, I can say that where while looking at this glorious page that on the top says War Master. Another, yeah, on, yeah, and on the that it says, By Rick Priestley, which Steve, Stephen Hess and Alessio
0: I'm just looking at the, the uh, G-Dub's main site, looking at the model of Marathi Mur- uh, and just going, I really want to buy this so I can try and make a Dean Fulgrim conversion.
1: Graphic design, Good. John Blanche, Alan Murrit, and Talima Fox.
0: Yeah, you, you can, you can you know, masturbate about it later on, it's fine. I know Freddie's already done that, just by hearing
3: those names. Yeah.
1: Well then, artists, John Blanche, <laughs> Alex Boyd, David Gallagher, Nola Kennedy, Neil Hodgson, Carl Kopinski... And Johnny Wiggly, heart attack man. Be fair. Yeah, I, I I basically spent the minutes we had between recording the intro and the outro to find this book. (laughs) Which is
0: what it's all about.
1: There's Uh, no
0: reason not to. Exactly. Uh, So, like we said, go and take a look at Facebook. Go and look at uh, get get involved in the page there. Go and have a look at the events. And if you want to come along, take yourself as uh, coming. If you want to. uh, keep an eye on it and make your mind up later. Click on interested. And if you're not sure, anyway, either way, just put your name down anyway and come along on Heresy because it's going to be freaking awesome. And uh, if you are running your own events and would like us to give them a shout out, doesn't matter what size event, if it's uh, you know club event, if you dudes looking for dudes, if you want to shout out um, something, you know, a con that you're you're running an event or going to, anything like that, please get in touch. Uh, And also, don't forget to have a look at the Global Heresy Calendar, Uh, because we have a a very nice uh, Facebook setup where lots of people have been uh, getting together and putting their stuff up there for all the events around the world, which really would make our life a lot easier if we just copy and pasted that into every show note, but otherwise, you know, we can't do
1: everything. Well, the Facebook link for that one is in every show note, if anyone wants to check it out and don't want to search for it themselves.
0: This is what you know, i feel so i feel yeah i don't edit this shit anymore it's it's what, what chris said you know it's all good that's also
1: why most of the show notes are insults aimed toward people with large beards yeah it's fine i don't i I can I can, <laughs> I can
0: I can rock that with
1: pride it's fine
0: by me um that being the case then i think that's everything we've got covered i don't think we need to be going over anything more you guys got anything you want to add in uh no,
2: it's just gonna be awesome, and I can't wait for Depticon. I can't wait for for Lincoln. I can't wait for Gothcon. I can't wait for this year to... Like uh, it's as soon as Gothcon starts, uh, uh, we're fucking reaching heresy supersonic. Yep, because and... then then it'll literally be something less than like three three weeks intervals until fucking uh, Scandus.
0: And then we're literally going, we'll already be planning 2019. <laughs> so yeah. this is going to be so much fun.
1: Uh, well, that being the case, oh, Chris, there was, a, there was an intake there. Is that is that something? I just want to mention that uh, the term for the Imperial Guard issued entrenching tool is the 970s. 970s. Okay. There you go. Perfect. And well, the, that being that, the case uh, then. A spook is a of the Lictor genius. I might have also found found an old Imperial Guard codex while looking for the Warmaster book. I will get that
0: feeling that you've definitely found something you want to read through there. So, before we uh, before we go into any other tangents and topics, I'm going to say that it's a good night from me. And me. And me. And remember, guys, treat life like 30k. Be angry on in the streets, be fulgrim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Varangian Heresy Podcast. Signing off.
7: And remember, kids, tune in next week. Same Lex time, same Lex channel.